Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Just Another Side Quest. This week we have a special episode covering Star Wars video games. Those discussing it are James, Randall, and the new special guest, Danny. Join us for Episode 10. Welcome back to just another side quest. Uh, this week, we are actually on a side quest. We will be breaking from some of the normal format and some of the normal guests that you hear on here. Um, first off, why don't you guys say hello? Hello. We have Randy, who you heard. <laughs> Sorry. Danny, why don't you say hello? We got a new guest here. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. I'm actually very excited to talk about uh, the particular topics you have today. So I'm very excited. So thanks for having me. Oh, of course. We, uh, yes, we purposely have Danny here. Um, him and I go way back on what ultimately we're going to be talking about, which is Star Wars games. Uh, we're going to kind of cover a whole list of old games that we've played. And between Danny and Randy, uh, honestly, I've played a ton of games with both of them um so we've got a lot of history a lot of games we've played a lot of differences on what we like so we're just gonna yeah, kind of exactly <laughs> i think it'll be a nice varied group of games right the different genres and styles so i think it'll be really good yeah uh and yeah you guys can temper me on some of my horrible opinions maybe of of star wars games i think we're i think we're probably good on a lot of them i just think um as we get into what my one of my favorite topics which is what makes it big air quotes, Star Wars-y, I think that's where some of the bigger differences will come in. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and that's ultimately kind of once we've covered an overview of some of the games out there, um, so you know where we're coming from, we'll get into what makes a good game, or, you know, mm -hmm. what a good Star Wars game is, what makes it a good Star Wars-y game, what makes right. it just a, a good game in general. Um, and all of this ultimately is because uh, we're excited there's news that maybe um, Sony tomorrow is possibly going to announce some games and we might get a new Star Wars game announcement. So we're going to hopefully end on some predictions on what we'd love to see come out of uh, <laughs> the EA studio umbrella. Um, so we'll get there eventually. But first off, let's go ahead and dive into some games. I'll go ahead and I'm going to start listing off a bunch of the different categories and we'll kind of go through some of the games we remember playing. Um, I've got a list of some extras. We won't go through the whole wiki article. You can go look them all up. But some of the standout games that we have played. Um, and first off, it's I want to say that the Star Wars IP, I think, lends itself to games better than any other IP out there. In the terms that it's in like a thousand different categories. You can make any kind of game out of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think really more than almost anything else I can think of, it really lends itself to everything, right? Because, I mean, just looking high level through these lists, you got flight simulator, first-person shooter, yeah. third-person action, uh, kids game, you know, Lego. Like, I mean, you just got everything. really anything. Like you can think of the game. type of genre, you can make it. Uh, some of my least favorite, which are obviously like dancing. <laughs> I mean, you got the whole, the whole gambit of games there. Yeah. I really, it was kind of crazy when you start looking through the list at just how many different, like 
game studios and directors like took the IP and just ran with different genres and ideas. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, I don't want to go on a complete tangent here, but I'm almost thinking that just li- like li- reviewing this list here, I actually don't know if there's a genre game that hasn't been covered in a Star Wars game. I'm thinking maybe horror might be the only one. and horror. I didn't see any straight sports games. Um, there's racing, and there's some other stuff that's kind of closer to sport. Um, that's a good call. Okay, you're right. I didn't see so, sports games, which is a pretty right. big think- category. That is a big cat. Yeah, so it might be, it might be. I would say sports and horror are the only ones I can't really think of. But outside of that, I mean, yeah. I think Ooh. everything else is heard. How cool would that be if we got like a horror game in the Star Wars universe where like <laughs> you have to escape cool would that Darth be? Vader? I mean, I tell you what, jump the shark here, but considering I hate horror games, that might be the wor- worst thing for me because I'd want to play it so bad, but I'd be like, I'm so scared. <laughs> there are, I can get there are parts. There are parts of Republic Commando that in 2005 with headphones on were more than spooky. Like there's some real stressful, but it's not like a a Resident Evil even. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. We get a Resident Evil with Star Wars. I'm actually going to be sad because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to play this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to be too scared. (laughs) Right. In the extended universe. have to make that happen. And there's some like horrifying stuff, um, which I've looked into for like our our role-playing game um so maybe maybe someday some of that will be brought back into actual canon um some of it already is in the the tv shows but let's go right into probably the closest thing to sports games which are the racing games which essentially are star wars uh pod racer and then also there's the episode one racer did either of you guys play those back in the day oh you better believe i did i mean pod racer was just it, I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe now because, like, I've revisited Pod Racer recently, and obviously the graphics don't hold up to what we're used to now, right? Yeah. The mechanics. Are different. But I remember at the time, especially because I was a kid, when I played Pod Racer, I mean, I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize we could actually, like, play a game where I literally am flying a Pod Racer. It feels like I'm in it. I was. It was amazing. I loved it as a kid. So it was one of my favorite games growing up. Oh, wow. Okay. That was actually one of your favorite. I, wow. Yeah, because I loved racing, right? I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a kind of a. With those janky racer games, Mario Kart styles, I'm I'm all about them, right? Yeah, yeah. If they pod racer in there, made it, it took it to another level. Yeah, uh, the uh, sense of speed I remember as a kid. That was like they nailed the idea that you were going like 300 miles an hour or something. Yeah, it felt really fast for sure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other racers at the time were getting into the like ultra realistic racers. Which Randy, for you, you probably enjoyed the realism like having your tires melt and run out uh by lap two and having to do a pit stop and pod racer i'm like thank goodness i don't have to worry about that yeah pod racer was very much a uh, uh an arcade versus a simulation where yeah, when, uh, yeah, yeah. that's the word <clears throat> yeah when racer came out when episode one uh the pod racer game came out we were still a couple of years off of uh forza Mm-hmm. And um, Gran Turismo 3, there were the initial Gran Turismo games that didn't really, um, still weren't quite there. But yeah, Racer is certainly a an arcade type game. And that's actually the first place that I played it. Um, oh, I was at a, at a I was at a, uh, yeah, at a, oh. it's a Dave and Buster's sort of a place in California. Um, and it literally had um, 
you know, you sat down in it, but it was basically I think a pod racer game. Yeah. But you had, um, so it was basically a clone of Hydro Thunder that had that stick on the right mm. that you would push forward to accelerate, yeah. but it had one on each side, like a pod racer. Well, just and, FYI, Hydro Thunder was awesome, but anyways, it was. Yeah. It really oh, was. for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do our game games that. one week. Um, so you had that on both sides because that was the best part of Hydro Thunder anyway, was mm-hmm. shoving that thing forward, hitting the button. Yep. And so the feeling of of pulling the inside one back and pushing the outside one and you know finding the limit of it, I would love to have a newer game made by Playground Games that makes the Forza Horizon series more playful side of Forza. Mm-hmm. If they made a pod racer uh, version or skin or or something that would be, I think I would probably get fired for not showing up to work. <laughs> Take a couple yeah, of vacation I, days when it comes out. Some think, force feedback in the in the arcade one would be awesome. Yeah, I think that. Um, also, just looking at it though, Pod Racer is probably one of the few true racing games i know there's a couple been a couple out there there's like a kitty one that was on the on the playstation that was kind of a a knockoff mario kart but there's not that many actual racers in the star wars because there's a lot more obviously flight simulation right that's where you yes. get into some of the other category. awesome awesome games that i i really liked you know like rogue squadron for example being the one that really pops to my mind yeah and actually yeah let's like move into um honestly first let's hit arcade games because they had this is quick like i mean they just before we leave pod race real quick i did just buy it on n64 on ebay so oh my god yeah that's where i played it originally i played it on the 64 that's that's the right way to do it so i'll uh i'll update as as i play oh yeah yeah danny just reminded me of how much fun it really was to play so yeah Yeah, we'll see i mean I'm, i'm hoping it holds up i don't know i don't know if it's just nostalgia but i remember it being awesome you'll tell us You'll tell all the viewers out there, Randy, once you get it. Thanks for taking the financial hit for us. That's <laughs> not bad. Uh, 12 bucks. It's yeah, fine. That's, yeah, that's not bad. Hmm. Um, speaking of arcade games real quick, I mean, they pretty much tried to make everything under the sun a Star Wars version. I think like they had, as long as it had some sort of peripheral, it was in the arcade. Um, I remember the original trilogy was like, is essentially a rail shooter. Um, and then the, obviously pinball games, but then battle pod, which is more recent, like where they've got the projector behind your head yeah, and they do yeah. the 360 or like not 360, 180 view. Uh, that's pretty fun, but it's essentially um, a lot of those were vehicle games. Like they really focused on the vehicle side of stuff. Cause it's easier to do a rail shooter. Otherwise you're doing time crisis. Um, right. Yeah. I think they did focus a lot more on on those. I mean, there's I haven't played too many actual arcade Star Wars games. I know there's the big one that had like the three main sections, like Star Wars, uh, which had uh, what is it called? The Trench like the Run, Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah, the trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, trilogy. The Trench Run, the Hoth battle, and then the um, yeah Ewok or whatever Endor. Yeah, that's the big race. one. That's but that's the only one I think I've really played. I know I've seen a couple others, but I haven't I haven't played too many of the arcade games. Yeah. Me neither. And it's because there were like a thousand great games you could play at home. And I mean, yeah. we were essentially able to intake Star Wars pretty well at home, um, which leads into some of the vehicle games that have come out. Uh, there were, for older games, there was the X-Wing 
game and then TIE Fighter and then the like Star Wars X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, which is the one that I had on PC. Um, Then there was Rogue Squadron. Yep. Which I only ever got to like watch a friend play since I didn't have the N64. But like that's one of the best Star Wars games, right? That, yeah, like I, I would. I mean, yeah, I would definitely say so. So I know that uh, X Wing and Tie Fighter were kind of like some of the earlier. Yeah, more, yeah, they were but, old, but they were a little bit more flight simulator. So mm-hmm. they were still like accurate. But I think uh, Rogue Squadron started nailing more of the. It had some of the obviously flight simulator, but a little bit more of the cinematic portion behind it. Yes. Um, and I've played all. So I played Rogue Squadron, then I played. Um, the second one, Rogue Squadron, two Rogue Leader, and then the third one, Rebel Strike. So I, I really played all three of them. I have yeah. all. Three of them. Yeah, they're they were good stuff, and I think they only I think they peaked with those, the second one, Rogue Leader. Yeah, yeah, I think that's considered the best of the of the batch. If I remember my lists uh, that I was looking up, uh, another one I that I loved more than and again because I just didn't get to play Rogue Squadron. Um, there was Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Do you guys remember that? I think it was on. I had it for <laughs> PlayStation Two. Yes, I remember that. I played the heck out of that game. Yeah, that, that was like a vehicle game. Like it was, you were running around that in was a, a tank. That was a really weird game because there's like vehicle portions. There's like on the ground portions where yeah. you're like, a, like there's kind of all kinds of a weird little funky stuff there. Yes, I remember on. it for the vehicle portions because it puts you right into a bunch of the situations that like the movie kind of very quickly passes through. Yeah, it did. Um, And for me... It had four-player split screen, which was awesome at the time because I actually played that four-player split screen with buddies, right? That's one of the Pandemic Studios, uh, uh, you know, makes. So that's, that's... I think they made the best... Uh, LucasArts games was pandemic. It just, um, and like you said, the four player split screen was necessary, um, you know, when it came out, you know, in, in 2002. So yeah, they, they hit all the marks they needed to. What it reminded me of was the, uh, it reminds me of the Lord of the Rings games that came out. Yeah. Um, or at least you know, the for, third one. It was different, but it felt the same quality and the same, um, like same amount of fun, though a different, you know, it wasn't a three quarter gauntlet style game. It was uh, much more first person. But yeah, uh, looking at screenshots, I, I'll never forget, um, you know, playing as the uh, uh, the the tanks and stuff. Yeah, that's what I remember. I yeah. like those are probably some of the best Star Wars moments. Was like in a tank, shooting and defending those huge. Um, lasers that are like firing into the um the centers of the droid control ships yeah and like yeah. one of those falling and then like all the dust just like flying past you in your little tank as you like helped defend those you know what um, i think was nice about that i think uh unless i'm missing something that was really the first one that didn't focus on jedi like it really let you live in uh the skin of the um of the soldiers, you know, cause this was before battlefront before, uh, you know, anything it was, I feel like rogue squadron did that beforehand too, where it kind of gave you like, here's the squad that was behind the hero mm-hmm. situation, even though I didn't play it. And it was um, only months before bounty hunter. So yes, like, I mean, it, it was right it, around that time. It definitely took you to a different angle, right? Obviously 
using the vehicle side. I just know that I personally remember the there were Jedi portions in that game, and it felt like a tease because I'm again again big Jedi person, right? I like I, if I could, I just be swinging a lightsaber the entire time yeah. in the Star Wars game. That'd be like my ideal. And so like having the I remember those little portions being like I was like oh why can't this just be longer? Right? Why can't it be the whole game? Is that it's actually kind of weird. That game was literally a vehicle game with melee combat breakpoints whereas most games point, are a melee yeah. combat with a vehicle break yeah it was like the inverse yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> now that you'd say it like that's exactly why they did it that way probably and it felt like it and tease. i remember just being like oh man i just want to be more of the jedi i was like yeah, damn right? um speaking of then melee combat um let's get into so another category is melee combat and i bring that one up uh, mainly because of fallen order and force unleashed Though, Some of the newer ones, for yeah, sure. Jedi Outcast, I think, is kind of one of the more OG, even though it did have first-person shooting. Like, a lot of it was that lightsaber combat. Yeah, it definitely had that, for sure. And then, I mean, that was like the Jedi Knight uh, trilogy, right? I think Jedi Outcast is the second one, and then Jedi Academy is the third. And then yeah. we took it to over the top with the Force Unleashed, with the so one nice. and two games, which were they were really fun uh, third-person action games for yes. sure it's the big set pieces and and again every time you get like a brand new story it's pretty cool so that was really that was really nice and that's kind of what fallen order is also heading into right it was a brand new brand new story so yeah melee combat is personally where i like to keep my star wars games that's where i'm like if i could have them all it'd be melee that's my ideal scenario right. but and i'm in the boat where i very much would rather not be a jedi and like, what? Uh, Force Unleashed is the one that was actually fun because it was just over the top. And I wasn't, I didn't even feel like a Jedi. I felt like this like master of the universe or just nothing could get in my way. Um, yeah. Force Unleashed, I mean, like I, I love the power level. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, I, oh, yeah. I always think that Jedi are seen, are viewed like underpowered in the movies and it pisses me off, right? I'm like, yeah, they really could do way more. Yeah. And Force Unleashed kind of is more in that vein of what it would look like. For some reason, it bothered me a tad bit, though, that you had a ridiculous, I mean, ridiculous amount of force power, but it took, like, five lightsaber swings to bring down, like, a single guy. Yeah, I think that's one problem that I've always had with melee combat. Star Wars is, well, doesn't a lightsaber just cut someone in half short of a vital yeah, blade? It, like, ex- exactly, and it always so everything would be one it. swing. Like, it would, they would have to think around you and put you in positions that you can't just melee and then you don't get to use the lightsaber and it's, it'd be really hard to balance that correctly but it is because then the, the way they start balancing is well we'll just have a ton of enemies that shoot you from far away and it turns into like a block fest yeah and that's no fun either so it's no fun it's, either yeah and that's it's really like difficult it. to simulate an actual lightsaber that just cleaves anything in you know one slash like the way i would probably do it is imagine if you had the force unleashed you had stormtroopers that you do take literally like one slice or two but they all always have a like commando or knight or vibroblade assassin with them like groups so it's like one little one tank with like a bunch of little minions around so the stormtrooper still or whoever you're cutting through still like fall like nothing but then there's one guy that's harder to take out maybe the way to balance it tries to obey that to a fairly decent degree, though its Fallen story prohibits tries. the force side. Yes, and that's the problem. So if you had like the like a combination of a Jedi Fallen yeah. Order and 
force unleash, you start kind of getting to that happy, um, happy middle ground. A game that actually does the one hit KO really well, or like the, I get killed really fast. You get killed really fast. This actually feels like combat um, is Sekiro. Even though I haven't finished it, the combat I've played so far, I feel very much like a samurai. I'm all about waiting, holding back, and then at that one right moment, and it's like just tons of deflecting, and then at just the right moment, I come in and strike, and it's like a one hit, and they're done, and then I feel really cool. The only downside with Fallen Order for me on some of that combat was that even if I did get that perfect block and hit, they didn't die with one. They always took like two. You had yeah. to do a full block cycle like twice, and I'm like, oh, if only I... If this just finished with the one hit and then he did a flourish, you know, like and they cleaned his blade off or so, you know, it's not going to do that. But like does a flourish and then ends all cool. I'd be like, okay, okay. I feel stronger than the game currently makes me feel. I feel super weak the way it is now. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I will say, I mean, to be honest with you, the one that I think balances the most out of that in the melee combat, and I and I played this back in the day, and then I also played it like three months ago, so recently, the entire oh. way through was was Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast. Like mm. that one, I mean, first of all, lightsabers. If you hit, if you get to a stormtrooper and you cut, it's a one hit kill. Just you slice straight through them. See, I missed but, those ones back in the yeah, day. So I need like, to replay I mean, it. You, yeah, it's a one shot, one shot kill. But they do a really good job. of, first of all, stormtroopers are all over the place. And so they're like high ground, low ground, all over. And they have different types of troopers that have different types of weapons. So some of them have grenades, explosives. Some of them have snipers. So all kinds of things that are making you move, move a lot. So you're like jump to a jump to a stormtrooper, kill, jump to another one, kill, mm. run over here, pull out your gun. Like it makes you like really do a lot of movement base. But if you actually technically are they're all in one spot, you can get them all really quickly. Yeah. But if you're like go guns blazing and you're not careful. They can snipe you from a million different directions with an actual sniper rifle or grenade launchers and that kind of stuff, and that's where it gets okay. difficult. I think it balances it really well. Yeah. Well, so and like their underlying mythos is movement equals success, and I think Fallen yeah. Order is far more blocking at the correct moment equals success. Yeah. So Fallen Order does a little bit more of like uh, not the newest ones, but what Assassin's Creed kind of was more of that type of style, maybe a little like Arkham Knight type of style. I was thinking the same, same sort of thing. Where it's a perfect block, and it's not quite the same, but it's it's in that vein of like blocking at the right time and being patient, Yeah, which is, which is fine. It's just, I don't it's know. It's not as empowering. I mean, that's... As a yeah. Jedi, you know, you're like, I want to slice through these butter. And that's where the Star Wars universe, I think, actually betrays that game style because in Sekiro, it feels perfect. I am a samurai. Every piece of samurai content I've ever gotten enforces this exact play style. I wait, I deflect, I deflect, and I'm always feeling and looking cool. I'm like, haha, you can't even touch me. I'm doing the same thing in Fallen Order, and it just doesn't quite feel right. I'm like, I'm a Jedi. All the media has told me I'm supposed to be super good and super powerful against like just a basic stormtrooper. Yet here I am waiting for him to like attack me first so it's yeah, a weird and, it's, and i don't know how to describe it because it, uh, it's kind of making it sound like boohoo you guys are a bunch of whiners that don't want to block and stuff but if you think it but yeah. if you look at god of war for example like a non-star wars game that way, blocking is really really important yet you still feel like a badass like yeah unleashing everything you have on on people and doing all your things right like so they have a good balance of like a perfect block system that really 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 helps 
but also just movement and chaos all over the place. Yeah. Well, I, well, I this, think, well, this one's more like I really, you mean you really, some characters you just need a block or if you have enough force ability, use the force ability. Yeah. Uh, a big point to that too is where you're like, I'd like a little more force unleashed. Um, you're, it's very restrictive on the creative choices you get to make in your skill trees and how you do a combat loop. Um, whereas in God of War, I felt like I was fully in control of how I wanted to tackle the game's combat loops and I could pick a few different choices. Um, yeah. So I know what you mean. I, I mean, yeah, it does come across more restrictive because again, it just, it's a weight block attack. If I have enough force power, then it, I can kill you. Otherwise yeah. it's weight block attack, weight block attack. Yes. And so it, yeah. the loop is, is not quite as nice. And yeah, they give yeah, you just well less I mean, choices. And, and I, mean, again, I liked fallen order. I think it was, yeah fun game but i just think that it, it could have been a little bit more it could have been a little more impactful um as far as the yeah, right. uh this this may get cut but as far as um what you're talking about about wanting to be empowered and go through a lot of enemies one game that they could model after uh i would think would be the dynasty warriors saga if you guys have any familiarity with that. Yeah, I've always oh, seen yeah. those and they look like fun, but I've actually never played it because there's one that's like a Hyrule Warriors, the Legend of Zelda skin basically on it. And I wanted to play it, but I've I've never gotten to play those those games. I've, I've been playing those since the second one. And oh, yeah. Randy, they are awesome and games, but I love them to death. I, I got um, not the latest one because it's open world, but the one before that, I got the Ultimate Edition basically, which is about three full games it just keeps going then there's a bunch of side stuff and i completed everything i it's not a good game quality wise but it's so much fun and what danny's talking about about the empowerment of slashing through guys in one hit you'll take this giant comically large uh, uh sword it's so or ridiculous rod or it, any weapon there's such a variety and you just swipe once and you'll take out 10 to 15 guys towards the end game in one swipe. And then, you know, by the end <laughs> yeah. of the game, yeah. there'll be a cutscene for this one guy. And then you just go up and boom, 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 boom. And seven seconds later, it's their death cutscene. And it takes no time and no effort. And you become so immensely powerful. I think that is the arc that people are, are wanting for. So you can just cut through, uh, you know, a battalion of, um of stormtroopers you know as soon as you've been trained up for you know 20 to 30 minutes and you know you can rack up the body count in the high hundreds a couple of times i've gotten over 2000 just because i'm insane and you know you don't have to be super good at it like sekiro or uh, a souls like and but you get a high body count it's that empowerment i think yeah um, yeah that's that's the thing because there's some that are um that are some that are more realistic, obviously, like a Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast, where you're slicing through Stormtroopers like butter. But then it, it has, it's actually a little bit too realistic. While I still want a little bit of the Force Unleashed, where the way you're hopping and moving and the movement speed of the character is still a little um, superhero y, right? Like you're yeah. blasting forward and throwing things around in a really cool way. And I'm like, to be honest with you, sort of like kind of like a Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, that's right? what I was going to say. Battlefront 2 currently. It's the closest feeling to a Dynasty Warriors game. And Randy, you and I played, what is it, Dynasty Warriors 2? Well, wait, Late wait, into the wait, night, many, which one? many a time. Which, 
You got to go back. Battlefront two. Battlefront two. The newest, the newest new one. Battlefront two. Okay. New okay. Because yeah. both yeah, of no. those have have ones and twos, and I will get confused yeah. very quickly. But uh, James, you and I, it was uh, Dynasty Warriors three, which three. I still okay. have for the PS two, and still play a couple oh, times a year. Goodness, that was that was a fun game back in the day. Retro, and yes, we'll do it again. Honestly, I think Battlefront two probably is currently scratching that that itch really well for people. Um, you... Yeah, it's trying. It's like it's like I'm like trying to itch up like oh, bear. I'm like a bear up against a tree, and I'm like trying to get it, and I'm like sort of itching my <laughs> yeah. butt, and, but I can't yeah. quite get it right. I'm like just getting sort of close, but it's not yes. quite there. And I thought Fallen Order was going to get into that spot, but it it didn't quite meet it. So I was just like, <sighs> yeah, we will get to Battlefront because that is kind of ultimately where we end up is what we've currently got to play. Um, let's move on into another category, uh, role-playing games. So we've done melee combat, another, like what I would consider slightly nichier groups, um, before we get to just like adventure, um, would be role-playing. And yeah, I think obviously... I personally missed the big one here, which I think is obviously the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. I never played either one of them or the MMO, the, the Star Wars, the Old Republic. So I know everybody tells me that they're amazing games, but I've never played them. Just because you know me and my turn based, I'm just like not. Nah, I don't want turn based. <laughs> yes, and James, is, you've, been, you've been playing on mobile, so you can kind of give them a fresh take. Yeah, uh, I mean, back in the day, I played Kotor too. I missed the first one. Um, played the most of the second one. I don't think I finished the second one because I, I was not very good at that game. Like its turn based combat was wonky, and I had a hard time, and I didn't min max in any way so my build was terrible um the one on the phone's going better because now i'm just a little better at playing games by a little and that's kotor one on kotor one now yes on mobile uh if you want a longer form game it's a really good mobile game it's only like 10 bucks uh it's a little janky if you don't have a big phone that you can hit all the buttons pretty well if your fingers are larger um but it's fun i mean it's it's solid like that thing does so much world building and force-based expansion on what the universe is and it picks like the perfect time to where all of the actual movies like the force is in decline and this puts it right back when again the force is in this kind of in between of being in decline and and rising back up but oh the period the, the fact that they were able to remove themselves from like the main star wars canon and just like build all this new canon um is cool so yeah i mean that's how some of the uh that's how some of the older games in general were right like they could i mean all the jedi knight jedi academy outcast all those games did their own thing like shadows of the empire completely did its own thing um there's all kinds of these games where they just built like they're just like we're gonna make our own canon it was really cool back then right yeah which kind of leads me to where today we're like brick it's all licensed to one company and now you're just like itching and begging like please don't try to glue it all together exactly back then even sequels went to different companies like we talk about knights of the old republic the original was made by bioware but the sequel was made by obsidian yeah like different different developers yeah and and again i will say i mean there's some games that came out right that were pretty janky and, and crappy but it also gave some other creativity to other to other games right to be able to do whatever the heck they wanted yeah um, yeah it's a there's a good and bad side to the freedom they all had um there's some other role-playing games though that i do want to talk about first one is actually the mmos 
So galaxies. There is Galax- obviously yeah, the Old Republic, which is the newer one, but the one I've actually played a decent amount of was Star Wars, Wars Galaxies. And yep. yeah, that was at the time. Disappointing. Uh, <laughs> It had the same problem. I think it actually had the same problem. Uh, The same way that like the studios all had this creative freedom to go do whatever they wanted and some crashed and some just like completely hit the stratosphere. Uh, It stars galaxies. It essentially just went do whatever you want. And as a kid, like the lot, like lack of direction and the fact that they plopped you down, just kind of like went said go you're free to level whatever you want up. You're free to do whatever you want. You can switch all the stuff willy-nilly. Like they had this really weird liquid, like kind of class system stuff going on. Uh, so I was lost and I never got anywhere in that game because I didn't know what to do or how to competently yeah, level up. I mean, up. it was, yeah, I didn't get to play that game. I know at the time I was like, oh, a Star Wars game. It sounds cool, but I never got to play it. The only thing I heard, and I don't mean it through like friends, was that it was hard to become a Jedi and then, and once you became that, you were super powerful. But then eventually they like changed that and it became easy to become a Jedi and it, and it made a whole bunch of people mad. So that's, yes. and that's, that's pretty much the only thing I know about it. I, I would say on the good side, that freedom allowed people who really liked the Star Wars universe to finally role play it in this open way that they had been dying to do. So those that were really hardcore fans of the universe suddenly get plopped right into the peak Star Wars movie universe. And they get to experience all the locations. They get to run between places. It was really cool to be on Tatooine and like go to Jabba's palace. And I had to actually trek out to that place. And there's just something about that and experiencing it that way um, that was really cool. The downside was they made Jedi actually at a power level they in canon should probably be at. Uh, But then... They try to balance that by making it really hard to be a Jedi, but people started becoming Jedi, and that like ruined the entire game. The Jedi ruined that game's ecosystem. Um, well, I think it was at first. There's only like a couple of them. It was like super, super hard. They, to they made it really hard. What they did was, if I remember correctly, is they randomly picked three of your skills. And again, this is a fluid system, so you can level whatever you want up. Kind of runescapey, um, if I recall correctly. That was what they did. They randomly pick three of those, and four, if you can max four, master four. classes, okay. Yes. And if you max those four, you suddenly unlock the ability to create a Jedi character. And they don't tell you what those four are ever. You just have to figure it out. And I think that's what people had to do: is either hack the system on the back end to finally figure it out, or they just leveled everything to max level. Um, and you needed. It. You needed to find all four, and one once you would master one, it would tell you what the other one was. Oh, then you had to max okay. that one out, and you had to do all four of that to even become force sensitive. And then that had to be your career, your 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 yeah, job. You had to like basically or something. Uh, and so yeah, you had to start all over on that. So the grinding required was absolutely ridiculous, and um, yeah, one of the expansions ended up making it. Uh, really super easy uh to become force sensitive and yeah people who had put hundreds of hours into it um were really upset i mean i went through the same thing because i did world of warcraft when it first came out and i remember getting to level 20 and just burning out and then nowadays you can get on and play for free and you can get to level 20 i know this for a fact in yeah in a matter of i think i played like 10 hours and i had I, i had maxed out 20 I'm like, no way. Like I spent I spent months yeah, on this cataclysm. as a kid. And 
now it's it was nothing. cataclysm that that readjusted their grind system uh, yes so i will say as far as a role-playing game it actually did a pretty good job as far as a game and an mmo trying to balance everything um it was an interesting choice to go jedi are really powerful let's make them really hard to get and then they're broken and then they went, oh, shoot, people are getting them. They're broken. It's a bad game design. <laughs> it I, I think if they would have just gone with a D20 game design like uh, KOTOR and just made that online, that would have been much yeah, easier. The Old Republic, <laughs> but earlier. Yeah, yeah I think that, yeah. I mean, again, the, the role-playing ones are the ones I have the least knowledge of because I missed them, and I, some of the big ones I missed, and now I'm like, I don't know if I really want to go back to them. KOTOR on the phone is actually pretty fun. You just play it 20 minutes a day when you're in the bathroom or something. Well, that sounds um, great. <laughs> I personally preferred actually some of the ones that were a little bit more movie-based. Yeah. And there was yeah. a lot of those, which I really like, to be honest with you, because you got to really live out the movie, which is pretty fun. Well, and there's that- a lot of... I mean, there was like lots of them. Like, we're... Like one of them that sounds silly that I actually surprisingly really liked was literally Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Like, oh just, yeah. So let's move in Adventure Time. Like this is the the breadth of most of these games will typically fall into this the adventure game, the one that actually is like cinematic, covers movie content, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, and, so, yes. and those were some, and those are mean. I mean, that's some of the melee stuff goes into this group as well. But I mean, that's where I like. I p- remember playing episode three, Revenge of the Sith, and it was awesome. It was like pretty much you know playing out the game, but then you got to actually be the Jedi. The original ones that got me started on the whole thing was like Jedi Power Battles. I don't know if you guys remember that on the original PlayStation. Uh, were- I put that in a different category, actually. Than the action games? Uh, so Wait. it's an action game, but I, I guess I put adventure. I didn't actually have an action category. Oh, sorry, adventure games. All Star Wars games are so. action for the most part, except for a few. I put it in a different category, which I actually do want to cover because I feel like it's uh, a different What's the place. adventure game, though? What's a perfect adventure game, then? Uh, so the movie-based games, I think, are the adventure ones. They're kind of the... They carry you through a story, and all of the fighting is more of a set piece, like, here's this fight, here's this fight. Um, so you wouldn't include, like, the Super Nintendo... Super Star Wars and Super Return Empire Strikes Back, Super Return of the Jedi. You would I would. Those. I, I think those would count. Like those are older, like way older, but they would be. Because those were also really freaking fun, but really yeah. freaking hard. <laughs> yeah, that was back when adventure games were not really an adventure yeah, as I, much as uh, a pain. In yeah, I gotta just say, Super Star Wars, which was, uh, the first one of those, uh, did not have levels. So you just have to beat the entire game all the way through. And if you got to the Death Star Trench like I did and just left the Super Nintendo running for days on days until you got there, um, and then you lost all your lives and died, you had to start all the way back to the beginning. Which, oh, so... my goodness. <laughs> what? That's yeah, so bad. So they didn't have, like, good. cheat codes that they, like, gave you no. and flashed? Be- Empire Strikes Back, the second one started with some cheat codes, uh. but the, the first one was just a... Oh, a real douche. That's so dumb. Oh, uh, some other ones I do want to mention are Shadows of the Empire, where you played. I think that's the Dash Rendar game, where you it's yeah, third person. No, Han Solo look alike and right? ship look alike, and it's it's pretty much Han Solo. It was interesting though because that was uh, essentially 
an adventure game in the Star Wars universe that wasn't like actually the movies and copying. Um, but it was again, weird because it was like it was this. actually part of the real story in terms of they came out with like a book and a movie and like a I think like yes. book movie and a comic book and it was all like literally centered around Empire Strikes Back and it was actually supposed to feed into the movie or something like that. Yes, it is actually. I probably uh, this might not be true, but I is it the first attempt at that of like integrating one of the Star Wars games like half well no I think there's a couple others that tried to integrate but that was like a multimedia that's what you see nowadays which yeah it was a multimedia approach for it they're trying to get hype yeah Um, so that like that was an adventure game Um, Bounty Under I would consider an adventure game it almost for me starts to fall into the and I put a couple games in here this like role playing light where you have some control over your overall kit and your loadout and kind of how you attack the game. Um, And it's very much about you trying to enter that character and kind of role play as them. Um, But it's ultimately an adventure game, which is Bounty Hunter, which was an awesome game. Uh, Was it only GameCube? I can't remember. So it was PlayStation. You know, and I I had a GameCube, so I I want... I was supposed to play Bounty Hunter. I, I remember starting it. Mm-hmm. And again, this is when I was a little. All right, so I was little, and I wasn't that good at games. But oh, yeah. I remember getting stuck on a level and got really annoyed, and I quit, and I never finished it. Uh, okay, uh, to be fair, like that happened to me on several, not just Star Wars games, but a lot of games I was terrible at, and they were viciously hard if you Plus, weren't. I was a little annoyed and hurt in general that I didn't have a, it wasn't a freaking Jedi, and I was like Bounty Hunter. And at the uh, time, I was like, which, and I don't play this. It's funny. The bounty hunters are my favorite part. Like that's, I love the CD underbelly of the universe. So that's where I'd, I want more games in that. Space. See, I'm like, I don't care about the underbelly. I want to be in my, up in my tower with my lightsaber, like looking down on the, <laughs> on all the peasantry down below, not part of the order. Plus, I mean, okay. I was like, I want my power. I want like to be able to pull a right, star destroyer out of the air. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, some other ones uh i've got to mention this which it's essentially it parallels uh the movies rebel assault 2 the hidden empire it's an old pc game it had yeah, so actual what the frick are you talking about i don't even know what this is look this thing up because it's it's hilarious but i loved it as a kid it's a uh you essentially it's a corridor shooter like it puts you in one spot and sits a camera down, and then you have to hit all the enemies as they slowly come out. If you kill them all, the camera walks you to the next like spot, sits you down. It's time cut. Crisis, yeah, it's time like crisis. arcade game. Yeah, um, but it had live action cutscenes that like glued actual footage from the movies into no actors, like saying new bits to give this like secondary plot, and you're essentially kind of like following the heroes. Um, you have like the indoor um, speeder bike chase, but you do it differently and your goal is different. I'm going to um, need you to repeat the name of this game. Yeah. Rebel Assault 2, The Hidden Empire. This is one of the first Star Wars games I actually played. Um, since the I didn't hidden... have the N64, PC games were kind of where I started playing Star Rebel Wars games. Rebel Assault 2, The Hidden Empire. Yep. It was like a two-disc or three-disc uh game back in the day like i had to insert a new disc into my pc when i wanted to play the second half well those are the best kinds of games oh yeah ridiculous so this one i wanted to mention shout out it's a 
childhood favorite that's actually an atrocious game. <laughs> it's not good, but it's fun. It's very Star Wars-y, you know? It's got all the music blaring and you're shooting stormtroopers all over the well, place. It, it sold half a million copies, so... Yeah, it, I guess it people did. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> moving on from those, though, from adventures, real quick, I did want to mention the... Um, what I would consider puzzly and the ARPG light sort of games. And ultimately this comes down to co-op games where you share a screen. That's like kind of the core of what I was okay. thinking. And this is where I wanted to mention Jedi power battles and the Lego star Wars games. Cause there's a mm-hmm. ton of those and they're very um, good. Okay. That's where now, you're putting those two those aren't. Together. Yeah. They're not really the same. The Lego ones kind of exist in their own space where they're like a puzzly platformer type of co-op game. Again, pointed down but jedi right. power battles is kind of in the same boat where like a pile of enemies show up but you're all looking down at this situation and much like an arpg that you would be playing like a diablo even though it's not you've got like three moves and it's all about you guys just kind of chaotically hitting your moves and trying to counter what's happening on the screen um so these two i wanted to mention and that's kind of briefly like the lego star wars games are great they're phenomenal and I mean, I remember, I remember as a kid at Jedi Power Battles was freaking awesome. It's so fun. I've, I've watched some YouTube videos of them recently, and I'm like, I don't think they actually were good games, but I do think I remember at the time thinking they were they were really no. good. Uh, and that's where I think company made these what they are. Uh, the Lego games are pretty fun, even alone. But like Lego games are are good, they, they're fun, but they're more silly, kind of yes. enjoyable. They are ramped up to a very high degree by friends. And same with Jedi Power Battles. Like, it was the one time you could be a Jedi with your friend, and which, both of you are just smashing apart everything. Yeah, which kind of gets me at, um, can I give you a uh, a game that I would like to see that I don't think is going to happen anytime soon? Uh, for a Star Wars game? It's just a, qu- a quick sure, one. Sure, yeah. So which is, uh, at the end. I would basically want a, um, a top-down Diablo-style Star Wars game. Jedi's, yeah, just dungeon crawling yeah. a- along. I, I think just he... simple dungeon crawling along would be really fun. Yeah, um, I mean, well, if Diablo's doing a fourth game, I guess we will get one. But right now, there is a bit of a void um, in ARPG type drop down games like that. Gauntlet, I know yeah. we've played like the new Gauntlets, kind of more yeah. of an arcadey game. But see, I like the Gauntlet game, but yeah. it's just it's a small game, right? Yeah. I basically want more of that. But with Star Wars, which would be amazing. It would. That's actually, that is a good space to put something. I would agree. I think that that would be a good game. And I would totally play that online. I know, because I'm like, I'm like, because I've been really craving, and I think the only thing that's similar to that right now is there's a Darksiders something that's like a top-down Diablo-style game, but that's about it. Yeah. I can think of. Yeah, there's not a lot in that space. Only a few come out, and Diablo commands that space whenever they launch something. I think Path of Exile is currently like the the free-to-play game that does that. And then Warframe tries to kind of fit into that space oh, a little bit. Don't even get, don't even get me started on Warframe. Okay, <laughs> moving on then, moving on. Well, what about Grim? Um, you got Grim Dawn, so... I don't even know what Grim Dawn is, what? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, uh, Grim Dawn Forgotten Gods, uh, if you like... Are you just like, like making up words right now? <laughs> no, no, Grim Dawn Forgotten Gods. G-R-I-M-D-A-W-N forgotten gods it's it's nine out of ten what in the world 
Oh, it's, uh, it's definitely worth worth your look for an action RPG. That's if you don't want to go back to like Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. yeah I have to take I have to take a look at those. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean rail us, James. No, 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 no. Good. Top down RPG, a uh, top down basically Diablo style game would be awesome. That would be phenomenal. Um, moving completely in a different direction from that, then is the shooters, which. Uh, Again, we've kind of covered a lot of these end up with shooting, so they're in here. But a few that are like that stick out to me as particularly shooter e is Republic Commando and mm-hmm. the Battlefront line. Like, I mean, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, despite what people might think of the new ones, and I think I know people love the old ones. I think Diablo. I mean, not Diablo. Star Wars Battlefront are probably the ones that now stick out as those top shooters, right? I mean, I know back in the day, Republic Commando is was like thought like the coolest thing since sliced bread but i think battlefront's really the thing that sticks out to me as those shooters for star wars now and that's i think it carved its own space into shooters so not only was it a good shooter well not good it was an arcade shooter but it carved its own little like shooter genre out yeah and that i think puts it in a totally different spot than republic commando i loved Republic Commando back in the I, day. It was I still like a do. Halo. I just I just beat it yeah. uh, a few weeks back. It's, oh, wow. it's it holds up super good. Yeah, I never got to play it because I didn't have an Xbox. So it's also what I would consider one of the best examples of the Star Wars lore being expanded, but in a way mm-hmm. that just like reinforces the rest of its universe. And you're like, okay, these clones are awesome when they're like the Commandos, and you're like, okay, this feels just like kind of like Halo in a lot of ways. <laughs> Right. But at the same time, that like Star Wars twist and the fact that you're in the situations and around the scenarios from the movies and stuff. Mm. And I think at that time, Star Wars Clone Wars, the series wasn't out yet. So this was really your only yeah. expansion into like the clones and the Clone Wars themselves, right? Yeah, yeah I'm this was willing 2005. To bet, so. Yeah, I'm willing to bet the Clone Wars like probably to some degree had some influence from this game on how like the clones are depicted in that show. At least like this is honestly, they're depicted a lot like in Republic commando where it's like a, a war movie with soldiers. Yeah. Like, I think it, it's exactly how they, they're depicted in that. Yeah. And even that one animated cartoon of the clone wars, like it's like a two parter really shows clones doing some sweet stuff, kind of like in Republic commando. So yeah. And Randy, were you, did you have a thought? Uh, I have lots of thoughts, but we can save it for our uh, favorites because um, both Battlefront uh, and um, Republic Commander are both uh, most of what I have to say on yeah. that. So we can move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to dera- sorry for derailing you. Then we're no, 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 no. This, this is, is the digression show. This is all we do. So. Yeah, we just instead of uh, spending <laughs> meander, twenty minutes, just slowly yeah. meander, meander up to an hour on just trying to cover the the basics of these. Um. A lot of games, no, man. There's so many. Yeah, and knowing like when we get into like what our favorites, what we believe are the best, what we think are the worst, um, hopefully just kind of covering the quick shots of all these different categories give you um, an idea of where we all sit within the categories we like and which ones we're weak in. Um, so what, did, what, did, what do we miss so far? There's uh, about 2,000 of these games. How many more do we have to go through? Uh, so very few. <laughs> I wanted to briefly say... Because we've covered pretty much everything I've got on the list here. Let's see. Except for some niche genres, which the first one is actually my favorite genre, which is strategy games. 
Star Wars Battlegrounds and Empire at War. And they are both very good, though. Star Wars Battlegrounds is essentially Age of Empires with Star Wars skins. Like, that's... The Star Wars Battlegrounds is not essentially... It is... I don't know how... They must be made by the same company, right? Because it is essentially Age of Empires. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it's it's straight up pretty much as Age of Empires 2. And I I loved it when it came out. I did, yeah, because... I love Age of Empires. Exactly. It was awesome. And then Star Wars, uh, what is it called? The Empire Empire at War. Yeah. Empire at War. I've only, again, I never had a strong enough computer over here living in potato quality land that could play it. So I only played it at your your house chambers. And the one time I played it, two things I realized. One, first of all, it takes a really long time. Yes. Second of all, that game is amazing. Just straight amazing. It is phenomenal at capturing the overall scope. Um, yeah. I honestly didn't play a ton of it, even though I did have it. I I liked the ability to enter the game and get through it quicker. Um, and that's just, I got spoiled on Age of Empires, and I just liked the quicker speed of that compared to You can play that game games. multiplayer, right? Obviously. Uh, yeah, both of them I believe you can play multiplayer. I think because well, well, the other thing is because the answer the the Empire one, I'm like that's one that'd be great for like a Monday night playing with a couple of the guys like all four of us yeah. going in. Well, the problem game. is I the it has the overall machine of like getting your Empire running, and I think that that if I recall, it's turn based, right? Like you do some stuff, and then the other person goes. And then it's it goes basically like playing combat. like a giant board game, but that's more live. It's, yeah. So it's playing a board game that's live. My disappointment with Empire at War was the actual fights lacked a little bit of the depth out of other games that did the war game part. Yeah, because it wasn't like, I don't think it was to your point live. Yeah, uh, and, and that's I can't remember very well this game. Even though I I do recall like it being epic and this huge scale and exactly what you want out of like the grand. I mean, Star Wars yeah, strategy. I remember it being awesome. It was awesome, but I I'm talking about one experience. I spent three hours <laughs> on your laptop playing it, and that was my first experience. Yeah. Um. So yeah, strategy games. Even though there's only a few, I would say like they were actually knocking those ones out of the park pretty well. Um, for strategy games, they were definitely up there, not at the tippy top, but. They were chasing the heels. Um, some stuff that's maybe not chasing the heels are two more categories I've got, which are VR games, which right now we have Vader Immortal, which actually I've heard is a good VR title. I've heard it's good too, but I, I haven't played it at all. So I need to get that at some point. I do have the VR equipment. I do want to play it. And I've I've heard actually it's surprisingly good. And it fleshes out some story in a cool part of the universe that... We have a little bit of, which is like the Vader side of things, at least in game game stories. Right. Then, yeah, yeah. Last on the list, save the best for last. We have Star Wars Connect. Oh, oh my gosh. Which I is his literally... own category. <laughs> Dancing uh... games. And whatever else you do with that game. I think you do some like I mean just it's I call it a kinetic game, right? Lots of motion. It's all motion based. It's, it's I, I all stupid played. based, yes. I never played that one. I didn't. I actually, did, I I did have so a connect. connect. And no, I'm just going to say a flat no. <laughs> Randy, did you <laughs> ever play Star Wars Connect? No. I, uh, okay, so I've been an Xbox person since the original. I had a PS2, then I bought the original. I've been there. I have never, owned, connect? never owned a Connect. You didn't? So, nope. really? Did I have one? Yeah, I have I mean, never owned a Connect. Uh, 
I, you know what? I think I got one really cheap somehow in college and I did it for like the Mass Effect 3 game because they, I loved those games and they announced some sort of Connect integration. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. So none of us have played this game. Good. That's, it's forgotten. We don't I, I've, I've, I've played a little bit of this oh, game. You have? It's awful. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's, you're, you're saying that's no, what I truly. Saying. I just think, just, no, just, it's a fan, no. I will say, I think the Connect in general was a giant colossal failure, but I will have one confession, which is it came with like a sports game, like on the base Connect. And there's this like volleyball game that you could play on there. Yeah. Me and my buddies in college literally played hours of this volleyball game. We got so in, got so into it that we literally blew out our like lights above us because we jumped in the air to spike the ball and literally just crashed the entire bulbs oh, playing. My goodness. So I guess what you know, big trust what Connect wanted to be. But outside of that, the Star Wars game sucks, and we shouldn't talk about it anymore. Okay, well that covers all of the categories that I had kind of but, found. I but they have. Some. They have a cover of Gwen Stefani's Hollaback Girl that is Hologram Girl. How is that? <laughs> yeah, I, the dancing portions of that game are nothing but jokes on the internet at this point. I mean, some of the some of the the artists uh, are Daft Punk, um, Village People, uh, Dead Mal Five, Gwen Stefani, Bruno Mars, Selena Gomez, Christina. No Aguilera. one. No <laughs> one is denying that Microsoft had or has some money. Um, did they have very good creative integrity? No. That's a different <laughs> that's okay. a different story. But did you did you Danny, did you play the pod racing in it? It did have that. No. Then I did I not. That's See, a good point. I wonder if that's decent. Because I don't think the DDR as a stormtrooper is up my alley. <laughs> yeah. I I can't yeah, imagine dance battles in this. So I can't imagine like the team that has to program and set up dance systems. And then like these weird flimsy lightsaber systems to also make like a really good racer that has air controls where you just like move around with your hands compared to the game that can just do the, the racing game with some uh, joysticks. I'm assuming if it has air control, it's going to be bad. It's, it's probably going to be a lot like playing Mario Kart with, like one Joy-Con and trying to use the uh, the lean system inside the Joy-Con for your controlling. Like yeah, yeah I, I imagine it's like running around your house with both hands tied behind your back in a blindfold and say, run as fast as you can and don't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what that's I'm assuming it's yeah. like. Probably. So well, if someone we'll out there, on. correct we'll us. On. Yeah, if it's actually uh, the best game ever made, let us know. Uh, so that, that kind of is the overview. I, I know we missed plenty of games um hopefully no major categories but i i did mention pinball, pinball. i mentioned yeah. that like very i mean briefly. i'm looking through all uh, these and yeah. I'm, I'm i mean I'm, i got the list up i mean adventure covers yeah. almost all of them too so uh, a lot of them are wikipedia list and i think we got a lot of the big hitters yeah. at least and those are again mostly from memory of what i remember playing uh, except or what i remember being a joke or coming out and not having a chance to play um or watching some of so Ultimately, with all of these games that are out there, uh, first off, I wanted to discuss Star Wars a little bit and what makes this IP so good at making games, but also at times, like how it can mess it up really bad. Um, for me, and I'll start just to kind of give a baseline, the cinematic, cinematic nature of 
the universe and the fact that we have movies, I think puts it ahead of a lot of the other games that are even in like a sci-fi universe trying to do cinematics. Um, there's already a ton of world building. There's a bunch of stuff that already exists and there's a ton of themes and elements that you can like pull and you don't have to spend the time developing, which I think makes it cheaper. That's I think also why we have so many games is they can just kind of slap the IP on other content. And ultimately I think it makes some of these like Star Wars adventure games, some of the best IP adventure games um, that have ever come out to market. And ultimately I think the IP was at its best because George Lucas was so free with his licensing. And ultimately that's why we had some great games that were allowed to slap Star Wars on top of their actual good game design underneath. That would be my opinion. Yeah. I think, I think, George Lucas being like completely nilly willy, you guys do what you want. I'm gonna close my eyes and see what hits the wall and see what sticks. Allowed for some really good Star Wars games to come out, and then some really shady ones to come out as well. Oh, I forgot about a category. I did forget one. I have to mention it because it's it's too good. Arena combat games. Arena like what? So. Oh, no, One of these don't. is more of a, a cheat. It's ultimately a melee fighter game. Masters of Terrace Kasai, I think is the oh, name. Oh, no, the no, fuck no, is that, no. Dude? It's one of the worst Star Wars games ever made. No. I think it's considered probably the worst. It's DBZ it is a Budokai, Mortal Kombat awful. game, yeah. essentially. It's your Street Fighter. Um, that oh, is a great I've example of, of bad, bad use of the Star Wars IP. It was just a bad Street Fighter knockoff that was allowed to, like, slap star wars on top of it it has mm. nothing to do with star wars but it's it a star so wars game. It it's so bad. bad um wow. it's it's real bad there's a very funny angry video game nerd episode on how bad that game is i've never played it uh but i watched angry video game nerd like rip it apart for like 25 minutes so yeah i mean that's, I that's probably a good example right there of the fact that george lucas is like Everybody, just do what you want. I mean, as long as you're just, you know, making some monies and uh, doing some Star Wars stuff and, you know, maybe some spaceships or lightsabers, then you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So you're another good. example, though, actually in the same vein. So Arena Combat, I loved this game on PS1. Played it with my sister a lot. Star Wars Demolition, which was you in control of one's random Star Wars vehicle. It was essentially a competition being held by Jabba the Hutt. You all drop onto the map. And you're playing deathmatch. You just keep killing each other over and over again until somebody has a certain number of kills. But you're in these big vehicles. So one person is a ATT, one of those droid tanks. One person is on a, a stap, one of those oh, droid. Do. You remember yeah. that? And then one person's yeah. like Boba Fett. And why is Boba Fett fighting a single droid on one little speeder? You know, one of those like stap, I think is what the S-T-A-A-P, I think it's those little speeder bikes Some, from episode one. Like um. So you got I that totally guy, and then you have Ara Singh, who doesn't show up for like 40 years. <laughs> Not 40, but like it takes 20 years for her to go from that one game. And of course, canon, like they pulled her out of Extended Universe, but that game, and then the next time she shows up, it's Clone Wars in the TV show. Um, anyway, that's how I knew her before the show came out. Actually, no, she's technically in one shot of episode one watching the pod race. I remember that. I do anyway, remember that game at your house. I digress. 
That is, an, I think, a good example of, and I was a kid, so maybe it's a terrible game now. I remember that being a ton of fun, and it was just kind of like an Unreal Combat arena shooter with Star Wars slapped over the top of it. But it was like yeah, a really I... good example <laughs> of Star Wars like elevating the material that was there. I mean, yeah, I think I remember playing as the ATSD and thinking it was cool, but again, so long ago that I... So yeah. I, just I can, this I can one, say with pretty pretty good certainty that this game is probably really bad because I've been playing a lot of bad <laughs> Star Wars old school games lately. I bet you this one's I was bad. Thinking that too, but it was I'm, I'm probably thinking this may have been a bad game. That doesn't take away from the fun that we had, but it's it's probably not great. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to hold up, Jammers. So no, if you want to hold on to that nostalgia and that memory? Right, I would not I was going to say playing it. This one, its review is drenched in nostalgia. It was like one of the few games I could play with my sister. So that gets a huge number of of points towards uh, you know childhood memories with the family, that sort of thing. All those feel good emotions. Oh, yeah, you got Creep the feels. But I would say just I'll just say leave it at the feels because yeah. I don't I don't think it's going to hold up. Yeah, if I if I search my feelings. I'll know it to be a bad game. So I will say that one sold uh, uh, just a few years ago for $33 with the um, uh, Hollywood video sticker on it. Oh, wow. I I think my family still has our copy from the PS1. We have all of that in like a box somewhere. And this was one of the few games. Yeah, I'll need to find it. Um, So those are some examples that I just like shoved in. The conversation there about a, a good and a bad game where essentially both of them had the IP slapped on top of what was happening. Yeah, both of those are to make a, a segue into kind of our next subject. I think that these are both examples of the IP being used badly. <laughs> I, would, I don't think we're going to uh, last three games, really, if you yeah. include uh, Connect. These are bad examples of just they're bad or mediocre games that they tried to make a bad game sell better by using the IP instead of using the game to, you know, uh, make the IP better, you know? Yeah. And so and a good example, I would say like, I think kind of sort of the inverse, but it just, it doesn't hit where I want it to is actually, for example, Star Wars Battlefront 2. So the latest Star Wars, ba- Star Wars Battlefront, right? It takes the IP, Star Wars, it makes a first person shooter. And I think it's actually a really, really competent first person shooter outside of obviously the fact that it had loot boxes and it ruined the whole game from launch. But outside of that perspective, it made a good first person shooter, but I'm actually like when I'm playing it, I'm like, it doesn't feel like I'm just like, I'm like, this is not really the star Wars game that I want, even though I like first person shooters. And I think that's something that most people really liked all the battlefront games, but it just, for me, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like the IP for me is just not, something i want in a first person shooter i'm like i want to do an actual single player story by myself do that kind of thing well as as a guy who hasn't played it yet um i haven't played uh i know i haven't played battlefront 2 just because of the loot box thing uh i couldn't get behind it and now there's fallen order to get into um so i didn't play the single player adventure on that does that because we're talking about does the ip bring it up or does it bring up the ip does it fill in you know, a spot in the universe. Is it additive to the Star Wars universe, the single-player adventure? Yeah, technically, because they made a, a campaign that is actually added content as part of canon, it technically, quote, air quotes, 
adds to the universe. But do you do I mean, you feel it does though? Not what they think, but do you think it improves the universe? My answer would be. Uh, eh. That's a pretty. That's good what answer. my answer. I do want to say because um, I'll I'll give you an answer. Battlefront Two is in a weird spot now. Let's say current state after all of its updates yep. fixes everything. It scratches. And it's that bare itch, right? It's not quite actually satisfying, but it's scratching itches in a ton of the categories that we've covered. It has bits of most of these it has different bits categories. bits of it all, but I'm just always like, it's weird for me to get really into what I want out of the Star Wars game. I am actually I play the game wrong. But if I'm playing the game right, which is like, for example, the first person shooter and try to win portion, then I play, it becomes less Star Wars-y, right? Because I just really yeah. be, want to become like, Kylo Ren, for example, and just go out there and kick ass and run through it. But then you're like, to actually really do a good job, you have to cheese the system, run away yeah. constantly, go heal, find exactly small groups of guys. Yeah, everything that a first, essentially a single player game would be trying to encourage you to do. This game is like because it's online multiplayer, you essentially are doing the opposite a lot of times. Exactly. So I'm like, true. and again, so I'm not trying to poo-poo the game. It's 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 since it's updates, it's everything that's happened. It's it's you know decent. I would say enjoyable game, but yeah. I'm just like, I, this is like the the big outside of Jedi Fallen Order right before it was the big Star Wars game we got for like two, three years. And I'm like, this is not really what I want out of a Star Wars game. Yeah. I, I will say towards the single player story, because I'm less inclined to need the force to be a part of, I think my character's journey. Um, and even, I mean, it was a shooter, so it was more in line with what I would want out of a Star Wars game, which is um, someone in a weird spot looking in on the universe or in, like, from the outside looking in on what the movies are doing, what the actual action is going to be. I actually like the campaign, especially with the free update that they added and added some more story content to. I think that the campaign from a world building perspective is really fun. It adds some Easter eggs that don't actually really amount to much. The movies that's don't what I'm saying. Like, tie it that's in why well. I said my. That's why yeah. I said my ass was kind of like, eh. It ultimately, now that all the movies are done, and once you get done with that campaign, it is an, eh, okay. At the same time, like playing through it, especially like when it did come out or when they released the content for it, I actually, I liked their world building attempts. I thought the story and the character we were playing was poorly executed and it was very lame how their yeah, journey so that's the problem, started. Like, yeah, that's the problem because I was like, the story was kind of, uh, the character was kind of like, uh, and then when you compare it to the other Star Wars games, and again, I keep comparing back to something like a Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast, which is actually like the world building in that, in that game is like legit world building. 100% you're like, oh my gosh. I don't know that the force could do this. I don't know that there's characters are doing this. I don't know that all this stuff was happening. Blah blah. Oh, it's blah. like adding. Yes, there's nothing <laughs> ultimate. Well, no, there's adding. There's adding in uh, Battlefront. Like different adding. Yes, it's in a different vein. There's a couple things with the Emperor that I really liked. Again, a lot of that goes out the window when the movies come out, and they have nothing to do with anything that this was trying to set up. Um. The story was better in this final. They added like a little extra chunk to the end of the thing to kind of wrap it up. Um, I thought that that was good. I think that the set piece fights and where you're fighting, again, world building wise and just what you're a part of is cool in Battlefront 2's single player. If you're getting the game for like five bucks, 
I would say it's worth the time and like five bucks for that single player at the price point it's at now. For 60, when it came out, no way. No, no way. way was it worth the 60 bucks if you didn't join in on the multiplayer. Um, okay. Uh, on that, on that yeah. to kind of round out the newer Battlefield stuff, I was one of those people that paid $60 for the original remake of Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, I've bought them all. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I paid full boat for that one without, you know, without at first no local multiplayer and no, um, you know, no story. And I think so that annoying. game gets, gets a bad rap, but as far as does it add to the universe? Clearly not. Cause there's, there's almost nothing to it. It really is just a simulator for six or seven. I even bought the uh, first two expansions um mm. to try and get more value out of the game and it just it was a good game that just it was it left me feeling empty like you know you sit down you have a good meal but then you're hungry by the time you get to your car and you go well, how'd that happen yeah just, well i mean yeah, the meal was that. just straight smaller than the original battlefront 2 game that came Much out like smaller. way earlier there was yeah, like battlefront remake Battlefront remake that came out whatever a couple years ago. Twenty fifteen yeah. was it should have been a thirty dollar game. Certainly. It was a thirty dollar game, maybe acceptable. Sixty dollars, I was like, no way. Even thirty, I I, I would have said, you know, oh, I'll wait for it to be on sale for twenty. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. The, I will say, and, and we'll get to this on some of the what are the best games out and stuff. Um I think that Battlefront two in its current state is actually a really solid Star Wars entry. Um, because I'm also accounting for the fact that I don't think you have to pay more than 20 bucks for it now. Like that's its price point. Yeah. And you get like three years of development and they've just released all of their content for free to everybody. So you're not paying for expansions. Um, so it's interesting how that has, it also and, had and again, kind of an abysmal I would, start. I would agree with you that right now, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a... I would say the definitely above average caliber game that has some really cool Star Wars elements. It just bothers me that that's one, there's only two new games that have come out in the last five years, right? Battlefront Two and Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> yes. and half of that was Battlefront Two, and I'm like, really? That's that's the one that we got. Like, I want a freaking Star Wars game. I'm like, that's what we get. Oh. So to like, get away from the negative Nelly that we are we are finding ourselves in. What what do you guys think for each of you is the like one of the best uh, you know to add to lore like as far as well, I would say what adds the least what do you think adds the most We got hung up on Battlefront but I'd like to actually start with our favorite What is your actual favorite your, Star your, Wars game Your favorite to play or your favorite uh, mechanically or all of it wrapped up before we so if you're going to dive into some of the game. top like yeah not what is the best <laughs> game or what is the best star wars universe to like dive into what's your favorite and that might be a really good video game that might be a bad game that just had really good star warsy stuff happen so randy first off if you've got one or either of you whoever can think of yours first in some reasons i mean i can go first if you want i i think I think for me, there's there's a couple that are that are close that are up there that I really like. I really liked the Rogue Squadron games a lot. Mm-hmm. I think they were really fun. 
put you in the in the kind of a different vantage point in the universe. So they were really fun. Um, I did like the first force, the first force unleashed, because I liked the, again the story and then the literally the force being unleashed. But honestly, I think my favorite game right now, still to date, even though it's a old as dirt game now, is Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast. It just hits everything perfectly for me. Where you got the lightsaber combat is amazing. You got the super force powers, a completely new story, completely yeah. expands the universe, brings in old characters. Like if you just literally took the Jedi Outca- Jedi Outcast and re did like an HD remake, I would buy it again, sixty dollars, no problem. Wow. I gotta play it's this me. game. I miss it. It is it is a good game. I I played through it one and a half times because I got it a couple of years ago again on Xbox, and it's 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 really fun, but it is very dated. It's very dated. Like the 100%. control, the controls even don't work how you want them to, and I think that's probably what held me back for my second playthrough. Is just I didn't like the controls and everything felt very stilted, but. It is wouldn't still you say, really good. And I, I would totally agree with you, Randy. But wouldn't you say, for example, if you did a play Jedi Knight 2 Outcast and you did an HD remake where the controls just got a little bit of revamp. So it's the exact same game, same force power, same everything, but just the controls got a little bit of revamp, but you just put an HD skin on it. Wouldn't you think it's an amazing game? Absolutely. I think the bones of it are good. Like, you know, how, like, the the basic idea of the physics you know if you could put some better hardware uh up to it and the story and the you know the increase in power i think it is uh an almost flawless story yep wow. Agreed. man I'm, I'm missing out on the best star wars game <laughs> yeah the jedi the jedi knight uh series i do although they are harder to play i do prefer them over um the uh, Force Unleashed series. And keep in mind at the same time that also that those games also had local multiplayer. And I think the third one had the, because it was PC only had online multiplayer where you're yeah. literally clashing, dueling with lightsabers the mul- and force abilities and all that kind of stuff. And this is what, 20 years ago? This I guess that's why I'm so particularly irked that right now, like in the last five years, the game I got was Battlefront 2. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm so irked. I'm like, really? I mean, so, if you just literally remade Jedi Outcast, I'd buy it again. Jedi Jedi Knight uh, to Outcast, the multiplayer in that um, reminds me of the same kind of fun as playing uh, all Jedi in Battlefront Two, the original Battlefront. 100%, yep, it's yeah. that yep. same fun, but uh, a little more detail to it. Like because that's the whole game is Jedi and not just part of it like Battlefront. It, if you like, yeah, I mean, you have like more that. force abilities you get to use. I mean, it's, it's just uh, more mechanical. It just, it just, but I'm telling you, like, for example, you have lightning force, healing force, training force shielding for like, there's a billion things you can yeah. do. And also you're flying through the air, like a big goblin, just flying around. Yeah. So whereas the battlefront version of that, you like everyone has a lightsaber and a power because it's, that's it's right. arcade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everyone has all of these powers in Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah. That's what what I think short, short answer would be Outcast, and then the Rogue Squadron games is a as a as favorite, a good honorable mention. Yeah. What about you, Randy? Uh, Battlefront is honorable mention. Um, the 2005 Battlefront Two is definitely my honorable mention. But for me, if I'm going to sit down and play a Star Wars game uh, just myself, 
I'm going to sit down with the lights off and my headphones on and play Republic Commando. Yeah. Okay. That's just, it's, I've always liked squad combat. Uh, I mean, I played Conflict Desert Storm uh, right after it came out and that kind of bit me uh, for that sort of thing. And the fluidity of um, sending your, uh, your guys around, it hit, it hit all of the right things that, um, Oh, um, you'll have to excuse me. I'm trying to remember the name, uh, full spectrum warrior. Uh, it hit all of those, um, it hit all of those bits, but added star Wars and gave it a really good art direction. And, uh, if I could get an HD remake, it would be of that because that's the biggest problem with that game is it's too much of a narrow corridor and if you look off of the main path the like the the walls and everything just look really low poly and undetailed it with today's technology i think that game could be um i want it remade by i think it's visceral that makes um dead space uh i cannot remember off the top Um, of my head but whoever yeah. makes Dead Space, because there is a there is a level in that game where you are going around in a ship that has been taken over um, by a malevolent force, and it is spooky and fun. And I just wish it had a little bit better um, graphics. Yeah, but the voice acting and the the story is gripping at least to me and some of the squad tactic stuff is really fun and it can get very challenging uh, at times as well. Yeah. I remember being in a happy, not the best gamer as a child, but that game did a really good job of balancing uh, its difficulty on whatever setting I was where there were a couple of times where it was tough, but the, you could get out of it if you did some clever squad tactics like it did force you at times to use that mechanic more so than I think other games tend to. Uh, Mass Effect has the same sort of squad mechanic. I essentially just ignored it pretty much the whole game. Um, it just didn't, there wasn't a lot to it. And it ended up, especially in Andromeda, being a binary system of just like, you hit your button so that I can hit mine and do a combo together. But yeah, that one is a good one. Excellent game. Uh, mine is your honorable mention. The OG Battlefront 2. That is the only other game my sister played with me. So I clocked in a lot more hours of that game because both of us could play. And we could both do really well and mow down people and be on the opposite teams. And it was a somewhat even playing field or felt like that. I wasn't just like obliterating her. And she actually ended up getting really good. So it was pretty even. But was that like because of your playing with your sister or was it because of the actual game? That's still my favorite. Yeah. Even without her, like that's the, so as my favorite, like the nostalgia on that one absolutely puts it as my favorite, even though it's maybe not the best Star Wars game. Um, the Jedi portion as an arcade game was awesome, including that. And I probably clocked more time into that game than I have for any other Star Wars game. Like that one ended up being just the go-to for, I want to relax. I want to get some Star Wars. I want to fight on Kashyyyk. I want to fly some fighters back and forth between the two ships. Like I get a little bit of kind of all of the parts. 
So you you just hit on the reason that it beats out the first one the the space uh, supremacy uh, really version of that of uh, galactic yeah. uh, conquer or whatever that is that is really what made that one stand out is um, if I can digress into a story about the first time I played it um, yeah. it was at your parents' house James um, I remember going over to visit. And your parents had acquired, uh, I think, a relative's giant rear projection television. Oh, yeah. Massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, again, this is uh, 2005 We still have that. Uh, <laughs> don't know yep. why. Um, but is what, a 65, 70-inch uh, rear so projection television? It's so looking now. But yes, it was some Size sort of, of like HD... Car rear projector no way. it was actually hd it was, yeah, it you know, was yeah it was like hd but i'm using air quotes over here like it was wow. we ended up getting an hd tv and like no they're not the they're not the same yeah um, it's before they regulated it it, it was yeah. somewhere between 480 and 720 but it had still had scan lines it's really weird but i remember playing on that and the load times were atrocious on the ps2 oh. wait is like it, that's the one that went Ding, 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 ding. ding, it ding, had, ding, ding right? It like had, it had the uh, the squares that it would make as it slowly zoomed in on the planet that you were fighting on? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I think Maybe as I remember, the first it, one? Was, um, it was very annoying. Loading dots times at the bad. bottom. Uh, Maybe I'm remembering the first. Uh, either, either way, way, they were both bad at loading. Yeah, it was a very long loading screen. And when it did uh, finally load up, it was fun to play on the big screen but that screen any amount of light would wash it out um but i i just have a, a great memory of playing that game like that and like you said it may not be the best game but it is it is super fun and great great memories so then for you jamers and i an ideal star wars game could be then a shooter genre Yes. For your perspective. Oh, yeah. Once we get to the very end of this, like, what would you like to see in a game? It's not a lightsaber-based game. Yes, I am oh, a shooter. That's all you, man. I know. But before we get there, though, that's we're skipping a little bit ahead. We're running out of time over here. Okay. I want, I want you... So I've given my favorite... But what are what would you consider to be the best Star Wars games as games? What would you consider to be mechanically like a really good game? And also like have it utilize the Star Wars IP. But more like as a game, what were some of the best? Which is not, for me, Battlefront 2. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, they're... Because again, as much as I, I just poo-pooed on the newest Star Wars Battlefront 2, overall mechanically, it operates pretty nicely. That right? one's in my list. Yep. I was like, thinking I was long and hard. I would say it'd be in the top for how nicely, it, how polished it, in its it is. Current state, I have that stipulation part. written down. The the actual all patched three years down the road with all the content they've added now. Yeah, I mean, Wait. I think yeah, I think that's got to be it's got to be up there. It's really polished. The again for someone to me that I loved Rogue Squadron, I think that the ship flying in Battlefront Two, the latest version, is actually pretty good too. So I mean, I think it's that one's probably among the most polished. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think Jedi Fallen Order should be on this list, but I think it actually need, needed to be a little bit more polished, personally. Um, oh, yeah. For it to be up there. I don't know. That's uh, a good question. KOTOR. 
is the one that I would put kind of first and foremost. I think that that was for a role-playing game and for being the type of game it was. For the time. For the time, absolutely. Because, yeah, looking back, it's not all that great. But the combat was secondary. It was meant to be a game about characters and story and choices. And even now when we get games like that or Bioware games, we want that first a really good story, really good characters, and really good choices. And then we want the combat to come in second. Um, and I'd say that KOTOR nailed it. And the fact that it was Star Wars, obviously for the story and everything, like helped. But mechanically, the way that you go through that game and you make your choices and you get attached to the characters and to your own for role-playing, um, it's, I would consider, one of the best so qualitatively, I'm kind of stuck between three because it's just, you know, for the time, it, it's hard to hard to really say, but I would agree with KOTOR, and I'd say two, Knights of the Old Republic 2 was a, a little more polished version. Like, they, they were able to... Yes, yeah. Because there were some major them, problems but... with the first one, especially with builds that they figured mm-hmm. out, and they loosened things up, and... You had a lot more freedom. So I think that's probably mechanically everything worked a little bit better. And so it's really between that and the Force Unleashed 2 as far as games that worked. I was going to say that I was also exactly thinking the Force Unleashed 2 where I was like, well, there's other issues with that game. The actual polish of it is pretty good. I think the story is one of the weakest parts of the Force Unleashed 2 but that's that's what brings it down for me in my overall ranking. But mechanically, playing it is fine. Yeah, it feels, like even it today, feels, it feels good. It, it yeah. holds up well, as exactly like Randy's yeah. saying. I think it, it holds up well. It's got really good polish for the time. It was really really good. I think I would agree with those top three. Uh, I think those were exactly what I would say. Yeah, the the other the, act, the actual third would be Lego Star Wars as a whole. They just yeah. it works. Yeah. Like it's a proven. That's hilarious. Form. That's exactly what I was thinking. They 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 work. I was just only thinking that those are really simple. So I don't know if I would probably put them behind the other three. Yeah. Just because simple they are. But they're they not do an amazing game, but mechanically they just like all the button presses and all the signage and the pacing. There's nothing wrong with that game. If that if that's a game you want to play, there's nothing wrong with it. I would even say that the IP in this case actually benefits the gameplay more than some of the other IPs that have been used. Like if it, most of the Lego games, well, all of them have an IP attached of some sort, but the humor and the silliness that is like inherently baked into kind of the way that you play, I think is elevated by the fact that it's this grand soap opera Star Wars universe that you're in. But at the same time, I'm R2-D2 the whole time, and I keep killing Yoda, who's floating around in a silly, like, floaty chair. Right. And keep and Just so yeah. I can keep hearing the Yoda yell when he falls to his death. And it's ridiculous, but I think that that actually lends itself towards the gameplay side and, like, the humor and the fun that I don't think quite hits the same, at least for me, in other IPs like Indiana Jones or a couple of the other ones that they have. So, yeah. Those are some solid, solid uh, games as games. Now, on the flip side, 
speaking of like the IP itself, what would you say are the best Star Wars games as like a media, a piece of consumable Star Wars media? What ones either tell the best stories or flesh out the universe the best for you or like in any way, like maybe the game wasn't a great game, but man was what they did in that game. Awesome. And you'll remember it for those Star Wars moments. I would, I would think that I would say kind of along what we had said before with the force unleashed is still in, 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 it's definitely in this category for me. Yeah. Um, it just has some really nice Star Wars moments, like really good ones where you're just like, I remember when you, I think it's the first one where you bring down a Star Destroyer, you're just like, oh my gosh, finally. That's on my list, like, yeah, absolutely. Where you're like, whether the rest of the game is, uh, lives up to it or you've got gripes about other stuff, especially the second one with the story, some of those moments you're just like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. It elevates would, the force to a degree yes. that I think only the TV show has been able to really, even in KOTOR, like you're somewhat limited to your ability. They didn't let you wreck everything. And that's honestly, it's I, the only game that's been able to show that degree. But I, I will say that, and this is a spoiler alert, I would say that the end of Fallen Order is so far my favorite moment of a Star Wars video game that has happened. Oh, I gotta play it. Yes. Um, Fallen Order is in that weird spot where I wasn't on board for the first half and really it was that like ramp up to the finale and the finale that totally but, but like Jimmer's, as you know the who's actually played the finale the, i'm talking about the finale you know exactly what i'm yes. talking about and anyone listening who knows prob- it's probably my favorite star wars moment in a video game oh wow i can see why yeah because that's i it, you can no. tell it hits all my it hits everything all my star wars feels yeah. for sure and and the ramp up to it as well um as again, like you're hitting the end of your ability trees. You've just got more choice on what you're able to do. You're able to do a little bit more. Um, yeah. And then story-wise, it also does the one thing that none of these other ones try to do and still make a good story, which is tie in perfectly to what else is going on. Um, so that actually achieves something very few do because they usually jump way into the past and deal with stuff that isn't directly having to tie into other media. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Time. The way it ended, I was surprised because I'm like, this ties in. And yeah. when it ended and there's, you know, the possibilities roll. for a future, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Not where I expected this to go. Randy, you can come back now. The the spoiler <laughs> talk that was very vague, that was still maybe I, I revealing try, stuff. I try to over. keep it vague. Yeah, yeah. I try to I keep it vague. vague. I was, um, I was listening. I, say, I was just tense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say be careful. for me, now that I just mentioned like how well it ties in, um, I would put KOTOR and I kind of grouped them together for me because again, I haven't finished the first one and the second one has been a long time. So in my mind, they're both kind of in the same space. Um, I'd say that they're also really, really good universe building media entries that flesh out this huge chunk of Star Wars that we didn't have until kind of that game came out. It expands the force a lot, but like in history. Um, are they canon now, though? I don't think they're canon anymore, though. So that's a bummer. Well, no, the Old Republic is still, that's technically canon. That's another one I would I would say. Old Republic, 
online game? I don't think the games are, though. I'm pretty sure the games are not canon. Yeah. What about the MMO, so pretty, the new MMO? Is it canon? I'm trying to remember I'm that one's. fairly confident that everything that is not um, Star Wars, the new Star Wars Battlefront 1 or 2 and Jedi Fallen Order, game-wise, are not canon. Because hmm. I'd, I'd put the Old Republic MMO on here as well. Even though I didn't play through it, I've heard that the story that it delivers... Well, maybe not like, a yeah. MMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I can't speak to it. Yeah. I, I know yeah. I've, I, all I've heard is that it's it's awesome and that it adds so much, but I, I yeah. can't speak to it. So I wanted to. That would be my third. Kotor that, and then um, honestly agreeing kind of with what you've mentioned as my third as a cop out. What about you, Randy? Oh, I am very uninteresting on this one. Basically, anything that I've gushed about, uh, I believe has has a good. A uh, good feel to it. I mean, the Jedi Knight series, uh, Kotor, um, Force Unleashed, and uh, Republic Commando. I think all have good stories that fit uh, the universe well. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, Republic Commando. Yeah, just fleshed out something that at the time no one was tackling until kind they of the all, TV show showed up. I should say they all feel like. I want them to make movies of them that are canon mm. and in theaters. That That is a good kind of way to boil down the, the question. That's kind of how, I, how I took yeah. it is what of this do you want to be like a canon movie, like a Star Wars story? And then what game do you want them to base it off of? And that, that's, that's what's funny because the star wars the old republic mmo the cinematic trailers that they have the cinematic stories that they have which is like they have like 20 20 minutes of cinematic now whatever oh my goodness they're so good those to me are better than any star wars movie that's ever been made <laughs> honestly that game's on the list just just because it created some amazing trailers those cinematic stories i'm, I'm not i am not exaggerating are my favorite pieces of star wars media out there yeah i have not yeah. touched this game that to any extent, this is the most I I've heard about this game, to be quite honest. It's what? Yeah. Have you not seen yeah. the cinematic trailers? Okay, go look those up. Go look up like the <laughs> compilation of all of these Old Republic trailers. They're so Blizzard type level. Old Republic, type an Old Republic cinematic trailer, and then you'll have your mind blown and be like, oh my gosh, how have I been a Star Wars fan and not watch these? Yeah. Well, I mean, BioWare, LucasArts, well, EA, and Dark Horse Comics. This is... But the game crashed. I mean, when it came out, that's a thing. MMOs are a beast. You could be the best studio in the world and you can come up with an MMO idea and it like it's a totally different thing that you have to do when you're making an MMO. So it came out and failed and it like people really did not like it and so they completely re did the systems, overhauled the thing and then like kind of re-released it as I believe it's free to play now or it's they went from subscription to maybe one time price and then free to play after that for like content. Um, I've only played a bit of it, but it has to go on the list um, because yeah, again, cinematics from what I've seen, but also just the like people rant and rave about its story content that it gives you despite all the grinding that you have to do. So I got bored of the combat. It was, it has, it has a free to play option. Uh, but it's got restrictions like credits and reduced leveling speed. So there. Oh, that's why it was so slow. Yeah. <sighs> so there's well, there's a problem with not paying yeah. for it. Now, speaking of crashes and things that might have not done well, 
briefly, we got to talk about the worst Star Wars games, which we've pretty much already covered. Star Wars Connect. I, we, I was going to say, I think this is the no major spoiler. I think we've already hit it. Yeah. When, <laughs> Masters yeah. of Terrace Kasai. And for me, again, on the list, the Hidden Empire are all the Hidden Empire is not as bad. Again, I do remember having fun playing it as a kid. But so maybe more like your your least favorite that you have played might be more uh kind of an uh accurate thing that we can speak to like of games maybe i haven't played connector masters of terrace kasai i've watched videos on them and they look atrocious so what's what's your worst uh star wars game you've played you know that That of of all the ones you played what was the least fun Ah. ah that's such a tough question that is a tough question because I mean they're all like Star Wars still. So the ones that yeah. I've actually spent some serious time into, I've, I've been like, ultimately I get some enjoyment out of them. I can say pretty pretty definitively. I mean, there's been some ones that don't control great, uh, like Starfighters, frustrating uh, with the controls. But I had the least fun, especially fun per minute with Star Wars Galaxies. I had many hours in, and I just I never. I never had much fun because every time I played it, I was just like, why? It's so like, grindy and directionless. Yeah, exactly. There was just, yeah. it was, it never felt good when you leveled up. You're like, well, about dang time. Yeah. We were also, I think, too young for its market audience. I think it was trying to target older teens and like the adult group that were more invested in the mmos that had already come before it before like world of warcraft and runescape came out with like accessible mmos because i even as a kid recognized like there are systems here i just don't understand i don't understand how to get through all of the content that you're putting in front of me and i don't know how to google any well we didn't yeah i don't google think when we came out we were the right demographic yeah. at that time and that's why well, i'm that's not fair. saying it was a bad game I, I don't know if it was a bad yeah. game it, it shut down half a decade i'm with ago. you though but i, I, I would say the that least fun i've had the least fun i had was the old republic online there was something as a kid just being able to get into star wars galaxies that like bumps it a hair above with the old republic i i just got bored of it it's a, it a slow grindy mmo <laughs> I mean, to me, again, not saying it's necessarily a horrible game or a bad game, but I will say the ones that I was just the most disappointed with is the original remake Star Wars Battlefront EA 20, whatever. 2015. I I can understand that. Big disappointment. Because, again, it was a competent shooter. It was fine. But I remember playing that game when it first came out a couple hours in being already, like, bored. Yes. And I was so disappointed. I was like, I can't believe I'm bored of this game like a couple hours in. It lacked at the time too, especially because it pretty much took the older system of combat and like reduced it and simplified it so that it was uh, cleaner. But I ended up like in the Hoth battles, a good example. I got bored too, because every time I played that Hoth fight, they went the same. I mean, even the second one has some of those issues, but at least it has a squad-based system where you've got several different characters and you can go get the specials. So like you can slowly feel like progression has been made. You've got points. Yep. The first one, it was like the random pick up thing on the ground somewhere. Um, and if you didn't, you're essentially just playing the shooter the whole time. And oh my goodness, yeah, Hoth always went the same way. 
it and keep in mind that in the, the first situation unlike battlefront 2 you can get heroes based on accumulating enough points the first one was like finding the power-ups in the field and yeah. people got like but that's a- certain people that just always read those spots so i was like i never got to play like a jedi or a hero yeah that was and I don't want to hear be like oh, you gotta get better at the game no the game design sucked okay yes agreed and the lack of any sort of creative squad based system or even though the cards, I'd say some of the systems in the new one are still poor. Um, at least, like, I have some choice. I'm like, what kind of loadout do I want? Which gun yeah, exactly. do I want to pick? You do have some, some choice. Choice. And when I'm getting bored, I have just enough options and enough game modes to switch it up enough to continue to play to some degree. Yeah, the first one was yeah, like... You yeah, the online system was sad. And I played a lot of online. I mean, I probably played 50 hours online of that game. And it, I was just saying, I didn't, I, I didn't play a tiny amount. I played, especially with uh, with our buddy played Bruce, I played like, yeah. probably like 20 hours online, maybe 25 hours. So yeah. like a significant amount. And it was just, the only reason it was fun playing is because I was teamed up with him. Exactly. Right? So it was not a You're just playing with your buddy, which is not the same thing. Yeah. So. and Nope, sorry. What were you going to say, Danny? I was just going to say that, um, not to mention that the squad level of that was two people. So if you had three people, you guys couldn't be squatted up together. And that was... Just ridiculous. Yeah. This is so stupid. Yeah, there were a lot of like pull your hair out question why they thought that they could like do that. Uh, I think the part that bothered me the most about it is they were made by Dice, and I liked the Battlefield games that were make they were making in conjunction with the Battlefront games. So, so I was you like, have something to compare it to. I was like, if you guys would have just literally reskinned the <laughs> yeah. Battlefield game to a Star Wars game, it would be better. And I don't understand why that didn't happen. Yeah, Dice yeah. Dice should have done better. We we expected more. So speaking towards that now, we have potentially a new announcement coming out. Maybe we get a new game. The current rumors at Motive Studios is the one in charge of coming out with this game. And right, before you continue, Motive yeah. Studios, like, give me examples. What have they done? So what is let it? me look them up here. They've worked on Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, in collaboration with um criterion yeah. games and dice i think were they the ones that did the spaceship oh chunk? or is that criterion that might have been that might have been criterion Sorry, what's, that, what are the, what's their name motive games well, see, motive they've, only, they've only been around since 2015 uh, uh, they were essentially they were started a... by an executive from U- ubisoft okay so all they've done is battlefront 2 and anthem Oh, wait. BioWare Montreal was merged into... Okay, so it's essentially a branch of BioWare. Oh, from Branch of BioWare, which is... <sighs> yeah, and that's weird. Uh, but the Big you... Umbrella Studios, it's very hard to tell who's working on the content. You can't trust. Honestly, the studio could have worked on 50 games before, and we'd have no idea because EA is saying, shuffling everything. Brandy's correct, and they're the people that worked on Anthem. Yeah. Yes. But they... Which, keep in mind that I was pumped for anthem for like a year straight and i didn't i didn't and i didn't end up getting the game because as we all know it turned out to be a, no it, it was and luckily it was dead a week before arrival <laughs> so we had there's <laughs> no way we were gonna play it when it came out we were like yeah we're gonna wait for some more people to play it and it did nothing but fall apart yes yeah, so that's that's the big news item is that they're working on a star wars project called project project maverick that's the like working title for it right now. Project Maverick sounds like a Rogue Squadron game. It's so, exactly where my brain went as soon as you said that. that. It's a flight. So, yep. 
I want to ask you guys first before we predict, and that's ultimately where I want to go is what do you predict EAA with the studio that worked on like Anthem is going to make? What would you like? What would be the dream game? And I think Danny, you had already mentioned, no, Randy, you had mentioned. Yeah. So for me, a dream game, dream game would be basically following along in Jedi Knight, uh, the Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight games. So literally make a fourth title or something a spiritual sequel to one of those games where it's you got a lot of the and see the problem is that jedi fallen order is in the right direction but it doesn't quite hit it right like yeah because it uh jedi knight jedi outcast is is a bit puzzly but you still have weapons but you still are a badass like lightsaber duel and power and force power so it's like i, I i'm hoping and really hoping that Fallen Order, which was a, you know a pretty good game, especially for their first one, I'm hoping that the sequel is basically that dream game. Like they take everything they learned in Fallen Order, make and, a better version in two, add more variety to the Force powers. Yeah. You're more amped up, more powerful. Boom, headed Fallen Order. Sequelitis too. usually will dictate that it will just be more and not reduced. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm hopeful only because of Fallen Order. If Fallen Order had not come out and been what it was, I would have zero hope. A zero. <laughs> yeah, which we are getting a Fallen Order too. That the understanding is, yeah, they're working on it. And I expect that that will probably answer or do well on a couple of those desires of yours. Randy, you had mentioned wanting a Dynasty Warriors, the Jedi Warriors, Lubu. So- I'll do I'll do three real quick. The like, seven. of course, that would be great. Just give us a quick, quick and dirty reskin of um, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors Seven with uh, Star Wars. Give me that. Yeah. I will eat it all until I am fat. Please. Um, short of that, um, just knowing what Bioware has done in the past, um, you know, it depends on who's there and what they really uh, have worked on. But if they can pull more of a you know mass effect and uh dragon age is what they're officially known for so kotor w- 3 basically kotor 3 um but i don't i don't want kotor i want them to try their own thing let that be where it is and like they've got their jedi game and so and the other jedi game being the hack and slash give us a uh, like what I think I really want is more of a Neverwinter Nights uh, sort of an RPG, which is uh, certainly not going to happen uh, from them. Okay. So I would yeah. I would settle because an action RPG isn't going to happen. So I would settle for uh, Fallout, Fallout Star Wars. I guess is what I'm asking for a WRPG. Okay. Yeah, again, I think that that would be. You know, kind of in that vein, I would. Again, Fallen Order has got some promise for it. I I really want. I don't want it to replace Fallen Order. Order. Fallen Order is important. Action Jedi game is the most important uh, game for us to have right now. Preach it. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. 100%. Since that's already happening and another one is happening, I would want it to be a, a KOTOR like, but try something try something different because i liked uh the outer oh, outer wilds no outer worlds. outer worlds outer worlds 
I, I, I want right. that, but Star Wars. I got, I got, I got two more little tidbits, and then Jammers, you can go. So we already, already basically said my Jedi Knight all cast revived or Jedi Fallen Order taken to its extreme a little bit. Other one would be, um, and I don't care if it's. I obviously prefer open world games, but a cooperative campaign of some sort. Ooh. Something where multiple character, multiple people can play through a yeah. campaign together. Like a third love person that. or a Diablo like. Like that's where I was gonna get to. I would either want it in the third person or a Diablo like game. That right. would be the other version that I would be very, very happy with. Yeah. Something I can play multiplayer with buddies, but like through a story, not a not a online shooter. Real quickly, um, to question you guys some more on those. What time period or where would now now that they have to fit into canon somewhere like that's the typical assumption, uh, though, you could say, I don't want it in canon, throw it 2000 years back. What time period or where would you want to insert these games between three and four, three and four between three and for me, for me, I don't think I have a preference, to be honest with you. Um, I don't really care. It could be within the tril- within the saga or a billion years before, a billion years after. I don't, I don't really care. But if you're designing the game, if they put you in charge and they say, "All right, boss, you tell us when is this set. Give us a give us a date. When would you?" If I was if it was if I was in charge, um, right now, what I would want to see ideally would be between six and seven, because I missed out on all of Luke Skywalker's adventures. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'd. I'd I'd want to see a time frame between episode six and episode seven. So a forty-year-old Luke Skywalker going around. I want prime Luke Skywalker running around, and then the rebellion kind of rebuilding, and then the the shreds of the empire being chased, and that kind of that general kind of story. I asked the question ultimately because yes, that was I wanted to answer what time period I wanted, and Danny, that's I'm in line with you a lot. Is kind of put it after what we would consider the core of the, the story. Um, are you saying we are aligned? We are aligned somewhat. <laughs> so I don't want a Jedi game though. I would, my favorite would be oh, so, first oh off. Just, I got to say an empire at war two would be awesome. I would love another one of those. That's just fleshed out in a little more balanced. But mechanical. Chambers, and I don't have multiplayer. a computer. <laughs> yeah. So I want to, uh, let's Order do halo wars. Yeah, oh, no. that would be so terrible. Halo Wars was actually really fun, though. I would mm-hmm. say I enjoyed it. It was short, but it gave me content story-wise as to the, would, the bigger okay, picture. Hang on, hang on, Jamers. Uh, and I'll let you finish your thought here. But think about the say, sense that you're going to get, let's say that now Jedi Fallen Order, is one of, Fallen Order 2 is one of the games you get. So over the next five and a half years, you're only going to get two games. One of them is going to be Fallen Order 2. And the other game is this, whatever game. Uh, this is my runner up. Yes. And that's where Empire at War 2 is like, a okay, not a lot of people are going to be happy that this is the Star Wars game that came out. I was going to say, I feel like that would be a nice third game to have. Yes. And that's why it's essentially, I, I chucked it in as my third game. Um, I would like it to be during parts of the campaign so we haven't seen. So this is where like, that would actually be really fun if it dealt with some of the later stuff we haven't seen in detail and like the TV shows. Um, and that's where it starts to scratch the big itch, which is I want more world building. Um, the main game that I would enjoy, though, is honestly a semi-open world um, adventure game 
where it's shooting first and foremost and honestly like a bounty hunter right i would love a bounty hunter game that's kind of in the vein of the mandalorian or something I can like post six I was like, you can't have everything you already have the mandalorian you can't also take my <laughs> yeah i know five years um something that happens just post six it can even be in the small bits of time we have between eight and nine like honestly you can't put something between seven and eight they they threw that away when the movies are literally like moments apart yeah, but screw you this 10 minutes apart yeah. somewhere in there and have this great backdrop of what actually is happening in motion with the galaxy but don't that's like this weird backdrop much like honestly fallen order tries to do where it's a lot of the backdrop until you start getting thrust into the the greater conflict that's occurring um and so i'd love something that that was like that so long form adventure game um same as fallen order sort of situation but combat focused instead and maybe a little more role-playing involved um now now i know what i want you you unlocked it i know exactly what i want it's it's, uh if you say randy if you say a shooter of some sort that doesn't include a jedi i'm i'm gonna rage quit right now it's it's both and this is this is what's important um so you know how they make shows nowadays that go for a season and then end, and then they have season two with a completely different cast, you know? And it's it's a yes. different story. I like American Horror Story. Um, I want that, and I want the first one to be uh, like Fallen Order, sort of a surviving Jedi between episodes three and four, and then I want a... Uh, uh, bounty hunter story that is first person uh these are all first person set between uh six and seven and then uh something else set after nine so you have this trilogy that is set in between each set of series uh that all have a different flavor to them you have you have the jedi that defied order 66 and got away you have the bounty hunter that's going after stuff, you know, now that the empire has fallen Mandalorian style and then spoilers uh, for Star Wars spoilers, spoiler warning. We'll see. Okay. First of all, this is not fair because Randy just said, I want three. No. Yeah. For my favorite game. It's I want three games. It's a series. It's I want one series. Is that too much to ask? Just (laughs) I mean, I I want my open world Jedi game. I want Jedi Fallen Order 2 to hit all the things that I want. And then I want a um, a Diablo-esque four-person campaign where you get to have like a Jedi, a bounty hunter, a um, a healer of some sort, whatever the healer version is, and then like a support, of, like, support class. You get to do all that stuff. So and I want all three of those. What if? There has been no series that has made it past two since uh, 2003. And that's the only time it's happened. That's it. Rogue Squadron is the only Star Wars series to get three. KOTOR I mean, and be- Battlefront, they've, no one's made it to three. Let's do three again. Like Force <laughs> I mean, Unleashed, uh, uh, everything's just made it two. I mean, Rogue Squadron was supposed to get a fourth one and that got canceled because of, you know, stupid people. And then, <laughs> stupid people. <laughs> just because I'm like, 
Battle of the Sith Lords was supposed to be a game that Commando Republic Commandos Two was supposed to happen, and that didn't happen. Well, if we want to talk canceled, we can talk canceled. Oh, let's no, let's not get into canceled. canceled. So we're not going to talk about thirteen thirteen. No, no. I mean that that sounded like similar to what I would have wanted. Oh, James's game, right? Yeah, now. that's your, I mean, that, that probably would have been thirteen thirteen. Yeah. Um, no, I, I've heard stories, both good and bad, about why that got canceled. I mean, mostly bad, but I think there's some, I think that one goes a bit of both ways on its cancellation. Um, ultimately then, those are what we wish we would get, but what do you predict EA will make? And So this is, again, so this is a, this is a good question because again, we're already getting, so Jedi Fallen Order is going to be, in their mind, the things that are somewhat appeasing to me, but even though it's not hitting 100%, hits like whatever, 85, 90% of what I'm talking about. So it's not going to be another one of those, in my opinion. And so unless they're announcing Battlefront 3, which I don't know if they would do right now, I mean, that sounds like probably the most likely of what they would announce. I know that everybody gives so much crap so. doing a single-player game. I think they've been pumping... That- content out i know that i think they're done they're like they don't they're done they finished yeah. they officially finished i don't think that they would so quickly immediately well it's not that quickly i mean if they announced it and yeah it came true. out they say it was a launch title for the ps5 i mean that's not even right in honestly line. if the announcement is one of those teaser announcements like elden ring or something where you get like 10 seconds of random looking crazy cool stuff yeah um it could be you're right. Okay, it could be two years away. Um, so, so I think okay. I think Battlefront Three is a possibility yep. at the minimum possibility. And then outside of that, I don't trust the EA for anything else. And they're just probably going to give me another dance game, and they're going to be like, "There yeah, you go, right. we, Ubisoft, and me dance, dance, whatever, blah blah blah." I'm going to punch you in the face. That, uh, they'd get a lot of pushback. What about you, Randy? I see. What are they going to make? I see the sun slowly rising over Tatooine. And uh, sons. troop, troop, sons, troop transport, uh, flying over, flying overhead, and slowly at first, and then quite a few more escape pods drop from it. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hit the ground, is... and you pop out. No weapons, no armor. You must scrounge around and kill all of the foes. <laughs> what the heck is this? Star what Wars Battle like? Royale. Star Wars Legends. So I am in the same boat as you. Before you continue with your thought, I have some thoughts on this. I actually that's that's the whole thing. Go for it. Okay. I am in the same boat. I predict it might not be a battle royale as we know them currently, but honestly, I actually wouldn't be unexcited because Apex actually is fun. I could see a live service game with some sort of mode in the same vein as a battle royale, I'd love a twist. I actually imagine if you had uh, like a currency that you earned while playing and you could pay it to drop on the map as Darth Vader or as Luke Skywalker. And it's a James, battle royale. Say, Last person. Say I could pay some sort of currency. I know, to but be it's EA, right? A better hero. Yes. So in Apex, they do have the. Do you want me to quit right now? It's, it's yeah, not right. what he wants. It's what he expects. No, so instead of like a ranking currency, it's essentially like if you get first place, you get 100. Right, right. Kind of like if you get second. Right and it's purely like if you actually perform or you just don't die instantly 
a hundred times, you can get enough currency to then, when you go into the game, pay it. And I'm just trying to think of like how you could possibly not have everyone just want to be Darth Vader on the drop. And so you can only have one drop as Darth Vader. But what if it was a battle royale with a bit of the... Uh, um, I know that there was the Marvel crossover where Thanos was put into Fortnite and one person was like running around killing everyone as Thanos and he had to like team up or something. Um, I can Im- I can imagine that they will try and tap into this battle royale in a lot of the ways that Apex is working on it right now. I- I'm willing to bet EA is just going to go, Apex is working. How do we like turn apex you know into what a, a copy. i mean as much as i as much as i hope you're wrong and <laughs> don't like everything anything you're saying right now and i for full disclosure i mean i like apex we, we play a lot of yeah. apex but this is that's that's gotta be it i mean it's just gotta be it i think there it's is room cheaper, to innovate and it's use well, the ip first of all it's cheaper to make the battlefront too and it's gonna make handfuls of money yes it's gonna make tons they and tons of money do their loot box system so I'd imagine this has a battle pass. I also imagine that if they wanted to try and innovate, they add either single player or story-based content. Honestly, a lot like how Apex is doing it currently, where they're pumping out tiny bits of content. Just flesh that out more, tie it into your progression so you're stuck playing a ton of the whatever their core loop is, and you're in the game every day, like everything they can do to get you in for a couple games. Um, and honestly, I think it'll be some sort of live service battle royale ish. Now, is this battle royale though? Is this a because this is sounding like a shooter to me, a hundred percent, right? Or are you talking about like LA Royale? So I think it's honestly going to be a shooter, but I would love if they actually tried to twist it. And this, I mean, again, the idea is a kind of is a bad idea to begin with. But what could win me over in little bits is give me some like story content. Give me maybe this like campaign system that every game you drop into slowly shifts things around. Kind of like um, what's the Viking game, Samurai Vikings and uh, for honor for honor where over the course of the season, like you're fighting to take over systems or not systems. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I know what you mean. Um, yep. Some sort of more persistent over the course of the game, like so it's a little more breathing, has more life. But I would actually find it kind of amusing to have one person drop in as Darth Vader or a squad, and the squad is Darth Vader and um, two sisters, two Inquisitors. And honestly, at that point, everyone is trying to survive till the end, but everyone is also trying to make sure that they take down the Force users and they're just going around and trying to rampage everybody and trying to win. I don't know. I think that And that that killing killing Vader could give you a boon like an extra large amount of points towards becoming Vader or Yes, maybe that's how it works. Is. Yeah. And I so think, there's this huge incentive. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, Jimmers. But I am uh not excited <laughs> about what you're saying, no. but I think that's likely as to what yeah. you're saying. One thing that, that they're going to have though. if they do this over the other games one thing that i've found that i don't like about those games is they have one or two or three maps maybe very few maps because they're so big yeah them being able to pull all of the planets in the lore as different maps like they would have to have a lot of different maps for that to work for star wars fans because you can't just play on 
Kashyyyk forever. Like you're going There's to a problem, like, where's these other ones? We see this in Apex. EA highly values its player retention and it refuses to make a game matchmake longer than a minute. Like it, it will not matchmake you for a minute um, at the lower levels of play. They want you in games and consistently engaging with it. So my worry is if they end up with a bunch of maps, but they, I, I don't know if they'd ever design Well, no, it. I think the maps, Jimmers, that would be an easy solve. Would you just put it on a rotation? I guess you like, would. Exactly. You have, you have to do like a really fast uh, rotation. You just, you just put it on a, on a okay. rotation. Like, Sorry. Like Overwatch or Apex. And if then... you're fine with two, that makes sense. I was well, imagining like two, the Battlefront then, 15. And then in a week, it's two like different four or five. Yeah, And then another and week, through. two more. Like, And just keep them rotating. I'm so incredibly disappointed because That's I'm lovely. like, again, the reason I said Battlefront 3 is because I was like, EA wants to make another shooter. And I think, like, honestly, they might label it Battlefront 3 and then just do this. EA is I really agree. happy. Like, basically, yeah, when I said Battlefront 3, I was like, they want another shooter. Yeah. They want another Star Wars shooter that they can monetize the hell out of because they're not going to monetize Jedi Fallen Order as much. Yep. It's a tr- more traditional game. And that, so that, that's it, what they're going to say. Well, we gave you your your single-player adventure game that you've been nagging us for. We gave it to you. Now you have to we're give us another back. Yeah. And now we're making another. So now give us all the monies and play our Apex, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront. And honestly, that's, that's the big thing. My big worry is EA is very much risk averse uh and they're comfortable at this point trying to copy success and not innovate like they're not the most innovative studio they very much try to just twist this success it already had rotate it around and then repackage it out even between battlefront one and two that they've came out with they were like really not that different um on like a very a thousand foot view Battlefront 2 is the game Battlefront 1 was supposed to be before it came out. Yeah. And, and that's even, all, it's the finished game. Yeah. Is all they just is. tried to stick a loot box system in that was working in some of their other titles. So I yep. I think they're going to look at Apex, and Apex is actually retaining its player base really well. It's actually got a it really is. high player retention rate. People are in. They're playing more than ever right now, so they're... I mean, you're even tempting me to play Apex for now. You're starting to make me want to play Oh, yeah, we got to go Apex play. No. I, I need to go play some Apex, man. But it's working. The story-based stuff they're adding in Apex, the stuff that needs you to come back every day is, like, working. So I think it's going to be something with a very persistent, even if not a Royale, I think it's going to have some persistent systems that evolve, that are Battle Pass-esque, and they get you to pay a couple bucks every month. So what is EA going to lose the license? I just want EA to not be the only Did, Star Wars. They kept maker. it by making um, Fallen Order. That's how yeah. I, I heard that they they have it for a couple more years. Like they re up it <laughs> for another five or something. Like we've got another five years of them. They promised to do better. Uh, just, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I would agree though. I mean, I would say if you made me bet money, I would say they want to make another shooter. So it's probably whatever they call it, Battlefront Three or. Apex, Star Wars, or Star Wars, Star Wars Apex, Legends, Legends, Jedi Force battles, amusing mountains. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, Force. What Legends. if? What if they dropped you onto Ilium, um, or some other planet that's really well known for kyber crystals, Jedi before? Is there a different acted. lightsabers? So all of these people come out at the dropship. They're all Jedi, and you have to run around and craft your lightsaber. So that's like the looting portion <laughs> of the game. 
Otherwise, you get guns. And so you start with like the equivalent of Mozambiques. They're like just the junkiest guns. But they still work until you've run around and collected your parts to build your lightsaber. Okay, only... And then once you've built it, <laughs> then you wreck everyone who didn't build theirs. And then it's like an actual like melee combat lightsaber game. Only if every time you kill someone with the blaster, you get Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, saying something about them being uncivilized. Okay. That, that's uh, the only way and on top of that, instead of the vault system and some of the, the spice that's added to Apex to kind of give it some of that interest... What if there were like places you could go to turn into like a wampa monster or something oh, like that, and then you run around I as mean, like a tauntaun? And I mean, for all, you're just basically we're we're talking about just doing an apex version of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I, that's, that's what, what I think EA probably started. That's where we started. So yeah. thought on okay, Apex is selling well. How do we capitalize on? Problem is, if they bring another game to market, this is the good side. We're going to end on a good note. Are if we? they bring another game to market that directly competes with Apex, they're not the smartest publisher in the world, and they should probably figure out how to fit it into a different category. They're not <clears throat> currently selling to. That would be. You remember that side. time where they made a uh, this game called um, Battlefield, and they the year later they made this oh, game no, game. <laughs> dang it, <laughs> you're right. They actually totally screwed over their own products. <laughs> Oh, have a history of doing dang that. it. Okay. With that, we're ready to go that bad. That's so sad. Apex Before it gets worse. So I think uh, they want the new version of Apex because they know that, I would say, what, Apex has got another year solid of, of really high usage and it starts declining. They're, they're, they're trying to do a handoff on the fresh new... Uh, yeah, they'd want to do a hand. It wouldn't be a... It, yeah. I was trying to end on a positive note. You totally <laughs> just threw that on the Dude, ground i am there is no positive it. notes with ea james Danny, no positive notes. i am positive that it's going to be a battle royale there's positive i am also positive, positive that it's going to be a battle royale <laughs> we will have to see tomorrow i think hopefully they announce whatever game it is little teaser something uh if so i might try and add a little forward um but part of the amusement is to see how how far off we are or how correct we are. Um, so why don't we yeah, end there? Curious, no. You guys have any yep. closing thoughts? That it was so sad. C- come on. Some sort of happy know, closing I, thought. Happy I would thoughts. just say, um, again, happy closing thoughts would be for me, at least Jedi Fallen Order 2 is coming one way or another. Yeah. And the first so one was good. Of, the first one was pretty good. So outside of them just cannibalizing their studio again, canceling everything, we should be getting a Jedi Fallen Order 2. Yeah. So that's better than nothing. What about you, Randy? Uh, well, before I hit buy it now, I remembered that there was, uh, another pod racing game, uh, and I might do this one instead, Star Wars Racer Revenge for the PS2. Which is actually better than, Reve- than original Racer. Much better game. So I might, I might end up doing that one. I'm kind of a PS2 person. Yeah, that's the one I played to death. That's yeah, actually that's, the one I know best. That's yeah. a super Yeah, Revenge is the better one. I forgot one. that was yeah. the, the full name of it. That, that's what I'll yeah. have to, that's what I'll have yeah. to do. Um, so yeah, cool. uh, Re- Racer Revenge to kind of make sure we hit all of the good ones. Very true. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, very long. I think this is our world record right now. Oh, world two hours record. and like twenty minutes. Possibly you are listening to the 15. end of the very first two-part episode. Very possibly. <laughs> yeah, that might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I need to yeah. split it, yeah, maybe that's the case. Well, if that's the case. Uh, split EP. Sorry, sorry everybody. With that, goodbye and toodaloo. 
All right. Sounds good, guys. See you guys later. Good night.